Well, hey there. It's Tardy the Buddy Bell and Daniel Graham filming Apocalypse. Well, it's very good to meet you. We're first time around. Bell. Hey, Bell. What? For some reason, I'm really craving a Coke and McDonald's. Do you have any idea why I might be craving a Coca-Cola and a McDonald's? Funny you should mention that I find myself hankering for a bag of Skittles and a handsaw from Sears. Hmm. Also. Weird. What could have caused this? I don't know what could have happened with me and my Chicago Bears hat and my Chicago Bears trash can. I think hijinks my... Uh, oh, we should check this uh, tube of a vacuum cleaner to see if aliens have gotten sucked up into it because I guess that's how some aliens life form. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck. This week, Bill chose Mac and me. So there's a little... He was mad at me, so he decided I'm gonna fuck him over. <laughs> you know what? We did have a conversation earlier this week where I was like, okay, well, I had a friend from out of town, Filthy Ebald. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. He was coming in from out of town. I just got the Mac and Me uh, uh, Blu-ray, and we were talking about... Oh, Daniel and I earlier this week were talking about like what we're gonna do this week. And I suggested Mac and Me, and Daniel was like, mm, and I was like, fuck you, man, I wanna do it. <laughs> Daniel was right. This is a public record. Daniel was well, no, right. I, I was willing to do it. I, was I mean, just, you were willing I was, to do it, but I was, you were... I was just yeah. reacting to horror at the idea of it. Yeah. And well, it, the big thing is you pointed out that, that would that that's perfect uh, awful April fodder, which is true. But we, we do have a lot of movies built up for awful, uh, uh, awful April, so I wasn't too worried about, yeah. like, oh, we got to save all those precious diamonds for them, because, yeah, well, there's, there's more than enough bad movies in the world to go around. And we've talked yeah. about bad movies before. I mean, we talked about... Uh, like Kickboxer, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme stuff, but that was still the kind mm -hmm. of fun bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff we don't ne didn't necessarily feel like we had to relegate. This is this actually would have been a perfect, like, sad sack awful April candidate. You, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is because it's, it's bad, but it's not really fun. Even, and I even had a, um, you watched it by yourself, right, Daniel? Yeah. I watched it with, with my friend Phil, who's, you know, he's a jovial dude. And even with us, there was some parts in this movie where we were just sitting there in silence, just like so looking Bill, at looking at the clock, going. Bill, yeah. I, this movie is so long, and I have to I had to confess, I watched it at one and a half speed. <laughs> okay. And well, it's even, not like you missed any dialogue or anything like that. No, yeah. I, I got all the dialogue. It was yeah. only slightly faster. Even then, it went on forever. Scenes would go on for. Ever. And I was like, I can't imagine watching this at normal speed. Yeah, there was a point where I think Phil got a phone call, and I paused it, and I was like, he was like, oh, you don't have to worry about pausing. I was like, oh, we gotta be at the end, right? And so I paused it, and of course the time popped up on the Apple TV, and told us we still had like 30 plus minutes left. I'm like, how the hell do we have 30 minutes plus of this movie? Because it felt like we had watched a 90 minute movie. Yeah. And I was like, and even the story, we got to a point where I was like, okay, this must be the end because they just did the thing where they ran away from the cops and now they're going to go find the alien spaceship. Because it, it's so much like E.T. Like, you can guess the story beats that are happening. Oh, but it's no, so then it's just Come on. Oh, my fucking God. Man, Mac and me, this is what, the 1988 movie that for some reason someone decided like five years after E.T. came out that like the world needed needed a Coca-Cola Cola, uh, and McDonald's sponsored ripoff of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only, I tried to look up trivia and figure out exactly where the hell this movie came from online. And there's almost no trivia about this movie because even though it's 
like widely regarded as this like terrible shitty 80s pop culture classic like it doesn't seem anyone's ever done the the the, the busy work of trying to figure out exactly how this piece of shit was made and yeah. so i can only assume this was like the product of some kind of mcdonald's marketing thing where they're like we want like we like somebody saw et forgot it existed and then five years later was like Oh yeah, the, the, we, there's the way we reach out to that kids. So we go, oh yeah, remember that movie ET? We should just have something like that, and yeah. we'll just hire the cheapest people possible to make it. I the, the the only one of the few interesting bits of trivia I found out about this movie was like in an original uh, one of the first drafts of the screenplay. Ronald McDonald was like the elderly like Obi Wan Kenobi style mentor character. He was actually <laughs> one of the main characters in the film to the crippled kid, oh, and. Man. I was like, that almost said that was wonder if that would have been better, and like they obviously paid just spent five dollars on the makeup alien shit in this movie, and the actors are all terrible, and it's just yeah. did Bill, we just I'm gonna, yeah? I'm gonna send you an image that I I was searching for stuff about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sending you an image of uh, the cast, no. and they tell me what do? seems off about this cast list. Oh uh, no, okay. It's, don't there's the sound for it. Yeah, I know. It's at least you know I got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, let's see. Danny yeah, Cooksey. One, one of these things isn't. isn't oh, right. it's the mom from Better Off Dead. I I don't know if that's well, why no. you're hitting me up about. No, that's not what it. I'm referring to. No. Jade Cal. Wait. <laughs> okay, well you're gonna have to make this the podcast art so people can understand <laughs> what we're like. Okay, so yeah, it is like a Google cast listing of. Mac and me, and then, you know, it has all the uh, the actors' headshots. Uh, yeah. Jake Calgary, who plays the handicap kid in this movie, uh, the picture is not of Jake Calgary though. It is no. America's sweetheart, <laughs> Paul. Mm -hmm. Yep, his headshot. You know what? I totally misremembered it too because I thought it was Norm Macdonald who would go on the Conan O'Brien show and show mm. the clip of the kid. Because I guess, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't Norm MacDonald, it was Paul Rudd. I guess his big thing, he would always go on to, uh, yeah, the Conan O'Brien show whenever, you know, he's got a movie to pimp. And Conan would be like, hey, did you bring a clip? And Paul Rudd would be like, yes. And I guess th this happened so many times, because I remember seeing a couple episodes where Conan had, like, a lever or a button for this clip like they put like a dedicated contraption that they would punch or pull that would show mm. the clip and it's always yeah it's it's the clip of the kid in the wheelchair falling off a cliff how, how long have you known about mac and me a long time like ever pretty like pretty much like the early 90s yeah. like well you would see it at video stores and i knew yeah, I that e say. yeah et was originally named et and me mm. and i would see like the, but it wasn't until later that I found out that it was called Mac and Me because it's a McDonald's tie-in thing. And I th and I don't think it was until like the early days of the internet, like the mid-90s, where like the internet started becoming more of a thing that people started talking about this movie once they realized it was a McDonald's tie-in thing. And the crassness of this movie became more well-known. Because like, just mm -hmm. looking at the video box, there's nothing very specific about it that would tell you how... You might guess that it's an E.T. clone, but you don't realize just how fucking vapid and fucking terrible it is. Uh, until you actually get to see the thing or have someone else tell you, or you're watching... I would assume Paul Rudd probably had as much responsibility for passing the word around this movie as anything else. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you have one of America's biggest stars, like, making that a pop culture joke every time he goes on tour for a film, like, that's gonna, you know, spread the word around a whole lot, so... How'd yeah, what's your experience with Mac and Me? <laughs> this movie know. that I, I chose and you don't care about. I don't know how I've, I've known about it, but I don't know how, or I just always knew it was the McDonald's movie, but I, and that stupid alien face. Yeah. And... 
I feel like Renself Help. How did you first experience this trauma? <laughs> God, yeah, we should be like in a whole room, uh, room full of other but, people. But hey, you can be proud because you own the Blu-ray. Yeah, I know that's the thing. Now I've got the access to the director's commentary. I, that's the other thing with my friend Phil and being in town. I didn't have a chance to really pour over the special features. I don't know how much in the way of special features there are on that Blu-ray disc, but I'll have to sit down. I'll have to come back next week on next week's episode if I have any interesting details from <laughs> Mac and me. I'll just interrupt next week's broadcast with detail. Yeah, something tells me there's probably nothing that interesting in there. Probably a lot of blaming other people for why the movie was terrible. <laughs> probably a lot of people saying, "Yeah, McDonald's wouldn't give us more money, so we were stuck with a bunch of butthole mouth aliens or something." Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I mean, it's... but you, you know who does who did the music, right? Yeah, that's the horrifying thing because the movie <laughs> just from the get go looks like fucking garbage, and mm. but then you're like the sprightly music that sounds like you're like is this is like John Williams or Back to the Future, and it is. It's Alan Silvestri, and this is like years after he had done like Back to the Future and stuff. It's not like this is like one of the first things he did when he was uprising in Hollywood. I don't know how he got swindled. I wonder if it's one of those things where, like, McDonald's got the movie back after it was edited together, and they realized what a what a piece of shit it was. And they realized, like, that maybe the only way they could salvage the movie... This is what I'm guessing. Is that, like, yeah. what if we try to get, like, John Williams to come in and, like, try to make the movie seem way more majestic and and emotional than it actually is? And, the, obviously, they couldn't get John Williams, so, like, what's the next book's thing? Let's get the guy who did Back to the Future. Because this movie just sounds like Back to the Future the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's trying so hard. It's doing like that music the whole time to make the movie seem that much more like crazy and zany, and none of it works because the movie's just no amount of music in the world can fix this fucking movie. Oh my god. There's a dance party with a crippled kid in this fucking movie. So, like, there's even, even aside from like. Handy. Handicap, Bill. Handicap. Is, it, is, it, is crippled bad? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <a> slow. <laughs> Phil and I, we spent half the afternoon today looking. We found the Wikipedia page for different transgendered flags, the transgendered uh, uh, communities, and we didn't even realize there were all these subgenres. Not subgenres. Sexuality is not a library. <laughs> but, like, we didn't realize, that, like, you know, there's a pride flag. I'm digging myself into a hole even more. No, we weren't mocking this stuff. It's not like we were trolling it. But it was. I forget how the hell we, we were. Oh, you we were, were talking. Okay, we were talking about the people who make Steven Universe, and that got us, like, looking up sexuality and stuff like that, and we just mm. weren't aware that, like, there were different, like, transgender communities, communities each one with <laughs> separate flags. What? Two, what? two white guys building Legos in a basement being shocked at all of this. <laughs> that's, well, that's what we realized! We're sitting here looking at this Wikipedia page, and we're like, we didn't realize there were all these different flags, and, like, and, like we both look at each other like, we're two straight white guys, yeah, exactly, in a basement, acting like these people's sexuality is some kind of weird alien thing we've just discovered. And we're like, okay, we should just, like, yeah, let, let's, let's just do something else, we're not, yeah. I mean, we learned stuff! You know, it was interesting to yeah. see that there are these horrifically ugly flags for all these different transgender communities. I guess they don't want to use a lot of the same colors that have already been appropriated by different uh, political uh, identity. Uh, I don't know. Shut up, Bill. Okay, I'm just, yeah, okay. But how the hell did I even end up talking about that? Oh, Chris Cripples. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Starts with the cripple kid. No, it doesn't. It's, you're just going to show these garbage aliens right away, huh? Oh, that's it's... right. It's weird, too, because um, there's like something wrong with the film at this or something they did to the processing, which makes the shadows all crushed out and black and inky. So the mm -hmm. movie just looks like fucking like 
overprocessed garbage straight from the get-go. It looks I don't like know Tron. If... Yeah, a little the bit. The way the like shadows that. work in Tron. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's supposed to be like they're on Matte Painting Planet. Mm-hmm. It's never identified whether or not they're supposed to be in the same solar system it, or not. Know, I thought... We had seen some ugly-ass aliens in some of the movies we did before. I mean, the aliens in Last Starfighter were literally piles of gar- garbage yeah, poop. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But these... These are just... Why... It's a why, bunch... Why do, why do they move like they're drunk? Why Why are they always making butthole mouths? I why don't thinking... they have genitals? <laughs> well, you know, once you do realize that the... That because... Because Coke got involved in this movie too. Coke co-sponsored this film. That they're going to be drinking shitloads of Coke throughout all the film. And I guess for some for some reason they couldn't, from a makeup perspective, just give the people normal mouths. So they had to have like specific like straw drinking mouths. And I guess they didn't have enough money just to have like specific like drinking faces versus normal faces that could talk. And so this is fuck it. We'll just give all the aliens permanent butthole mouths. <laughs> All the time, Jeez. even though it makes no fucking sense. Ugh. And so if the aliens need to communicate with each other, they're just, they'll just whistle through their butthole mouths. And it's really butthole mouths because it's got these big, fat, ballsack jowls. So, <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I can kind of get the logic behind the... See, I know some... some Somebody <laughs> was like, okay, what are what what makes things cute? Big eyes, yeah. big cheeks, big heads. That's macking me all over where you're like, you can kind of see cute what they mouths, were going for to, a, but, to agree. But yeah, then you're like, oh, but why did they do this then on oh, top of that? Yeah. No, nobody could have looked at that and said, yes, children will like the way these look. Because what these things look like are a bunch of naked burn victims with no genitals who have like cancer patient Betty Boop faces. It's fucking grotesque. And, like, even when they put kind of put on clothes, they try to put on ragged, like, not even clothes, it's just, like, tattered I mean, rags. They, like, they take more effort to cover up their fucking shoulders than their fucking hairless, featureless genitals. But the, because of the way the rubber folds, it looks like they have giant fucking camel toes. The, the little, the littlest one isn't... I mean, it's a nightmare, but it's the least nightmare, but the adults. Yeah. Well, at least the littlest one is mostly just a a very stiff, shitty puppet. Whereas the adults are obviously, like, got a bunch of mimes. And I guess because the faces are barely animated, the the eyes can barely move or blink. Uh, So I guess because the faces couldn't move, they just decided to overcompensate that by having the actors just act like they're about to fall over all the fucking time. Like, the entire family is just... Just wobbling all And between that, yeah, these people... The alien design just looks like naked fucking burn victims. And it's just not pleasant at all to look at. And also, whoever wrote this movie doesn't understand how the science program, NASA space program works because... Wait, are you saying... Are you saying that, that NASA doesn't build their shit out of cardboard and tinfoil? <laughs> that can also launch itself and bring stuff back to Earth from other solar systems, I guess? Um, yeah. and just... And all... I mean, I mean, it's a kid's... I mean, we're not trying to get cinema sins about this stuff, but also just, like, randomly the aliens can get sucked up by anything, and it's just, like... Oh, yeah, so I guess the, the machine is broken or something because of the dead? So, well, no, the Na- the NASA probe lands on their planet where they 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 forage by digging around in the dirt and sticking sticks down and sucking up whatever juice shoots up at them. And the sticks are really just human plastic straws with, like, bubblegum 
fusing like where the because it's like three uh, straws fused together with bubble gum. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's what they do. And then, then this NASA thing lands. They walk, waddle, st- <laughs> drunk, stumble <laughs> over to it. Bubble shiftlessly over the over the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and God. poke it, which makes sparks fly everywhere, and then it starts to operate. And it picks up some rocks and 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 sucks up some dust, and it it sucks up the baby, and then the rest of the family gets sucked up, and then it leaves the planet. It spent like two minutes on this planet, uh-huh. gathering up a couple pieces of rock, and then or a moon. I'm guessing it's one of Saturn's moons. Well, that's why you would assume because there's a big ringed planet in the background. Although I noticed in the credit, like uh, the 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 people who play the aliens are credited as like Mars father, Mars daughter. It's it's stuff like that. And well, again, that, I, I, you know, I, but we're this already, movie makes sense. <laughs> it, we're already putting way more thought into this than the people who made this film did. And but mm-hmm. like yeah, so the family gets sucked up like kind of like Bill and Ted into like the the cops' ears and Bill and Ted's bogus journey and the shitty like, like CGI gummy thing, gummy special effects. And then the alien, uh, the, the 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 NASA probe just launches up and heads back to Earth. And, and it and just does it doesn't go back to NASA. It goes to a military base. It's just like it lands on a very small military base with like three I'm guessing scientists like somewhere and two in guards. California or something like that. Uh, I guess. Well, that's the weird thing. Too, Rather than Florida. Like, yeah, but well, yeah, okay. I get, yeah, I well, yeah, I guess everything takes place in Sacramento, so I guess it is just like down the road from, yeah, whatever it is. Um, well, Phil, who was here, he actually thought he recognized the wind farm that shows up later in the film as being a wind farm that was like located like only like twenty minutes from where he used to live at in the Bay Area. Mm. So yeah, I guess guess it is at least somewhere in California, if not like yeah. you know Sacramento or whatever. But yeah, so they they examine the machine. <sighs> God, all the blow, yeah. all the blowjob aliens pop out and run around with steam blasting everywhere. It's terrible, and yeah. plus, all the military people that we're watching are just vanished into thin air. They can't yeah, everyone... stop the, they can't stop these three aliens. They just let them stumble, bumble down the wall. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, don't go near them. Don't leave them alone. Leave well, them the, alone and the just room gets let filled... them escape. Yeah, the room gets filled with like smoke or something, and like the then and then like the baby alien hops out accidentally the the one of the scientists falls over and accidentally knocks open a door and the baby alien just runs out of the door just like not even thinking about like what he's where he's going or what he's doing and mm. i guess then the parents come out and they, they go to the glass window instead of following their kid they just kind of continue to fumble around the room for a while and freak out the people in the observation understandable uh, it's just and their fucking butthole mouths weighed out of the smoke, <laughs> and it's actually it's it's like something it's, it's, from the fucking thing. It's reminiscent of that scene from Independence Day where the alien slams Data against the window. A little bit like that, but yeah, this <laughs> which is actually funny because I yeah, actually now that you thought talking about it, it's almost exactly that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, but then yeah, fucking I don't know. It's funny because they only call him Mac once in the whole movie, just randomly while he's at the the, the McDonald's restaurant. But I guess we, we can call him Mac or the little alien. But yeah, yeah, he just like runs out of the whole containment facility, and no one seems to notice or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like the and worst th- fucking security at this place. And then he gets zapped by an electric fence, which stretches him out and makes him look like he's caught in a tornado or something. And I guess they're yeah, they're trying to do some kind of Looney Tunes thing that just failed on a basic like makeup puppetry. Well, it gets blasted angle. onto a 
a busy street and gets absolutely splattered across the, some the windshield of a car. Yeah, Looney Tunes which, style, because its face is like against the windshield and its eyes are going. Which rightfully makes the father and son in the car piss their pants in horror. Are these the guys who and, get killed because then they crash? Yeah. <laughs> well, rather than slow down like a sane person would do at this, yeah, the they steer father into oncoming just, traffic. He just, he just starts swearing all over the fucking place, yeah, causing a huge crash and. For sure, definitely, multiple people were killed in this. Holy there's shit. A, there's Actually, SUV... if you just pay attention to what's going on in the film... Oh, okay, no, the kids... Someone else gets white. Okay, so... Yeah, there's yeah, like some... a Bronco that lands on top of a Things car. get all jammed. John Landis out of the fucking blue. Yeah, somehow, uh, yeah, somehow a Bronco is launched 30 feet in the air. Crash lands flat down on another car. Okay, so Little Redhead's stepchild and uh, his parent are actually watching the other car get smashed. So yeah. at least we don't see the victims of this horrific accident. But yeah, now yeah. there's just little cops and everyone's freaking out because like, yeah, Bronco... Uh, it's a fucking mess. Yeah, they're just... Ugh. Fuck and you, so Mac. The, the baby alien hides in some 80s family's van. Um, oh, yeah. Somehow he gets in there, and it's an 80s family. Yeah, for some of them, they're driving through, and they're all just like... Bruh, 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 bruh. The little hey, kid is drinking a Coke. You kn yeah, with a straw, which who the fuck drinks Everyone, I guess a, they... A yeah. can with a straw. That's the confounding thing, because... They obviously set that up because that's the only way, the, because the way the aliens are sculpted, they can only drink through straws, which makes me wonder, like, why don't you just give them normal mouths and you could just, like, have people p putting, like, empty cans in their mouths and pretend that they're drinking. For some reason, they were held out on this whole straw thing. I don't, I don't know if that's because they had a part of the script later, which ties into, like, the fucking alien putting daisies and straws for the whole wind farm thing later. I don't know what the Did fuck is going on. Did they think it looked cute? Uh, that's, there's a, there's a whole thing... Yeah, that's this is this movie is so all over. We're like, that's not cute. That's ugly, but it's also the movie's going out of its way to be ugly and stupid. Like it doesn't even make any sense for what they're like that creative decision is trying to do. But yeah, but yeah, the kid, yeah, the aliens in the fucking back seat, and fucking the cops are. They have a roadblock set up, and they're searching everyone's car. But if by searching everybody's car you mean pointing a flashlight in, looking for two seconds and going on. All right, and, well, and then they they search the car with the alien in it, the fucking van. And the alien's just sitting right there uncovered. They show him stealing the, the, the handicapped kid's can of Coke while the dude's, like, searching the car. And the guy just, I guess he never looks down into the car to see the alien right there. Yeah. And it's just dumbest. And and, and suddenly the, 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 the handicapped kids are like, Mom, Larry stole my Coca-Cola refreshment product. Trademark Coca-Cola bottling factory. And she's like, give him his Coda back. And... It's a whole fucking thing, and then so randomly cuts to like Max in the back seat, just like crying or something like that. And it's well, no, just... he he takes a drink of the Coca Cola and, and explodes oh, okay. and dies because <laughs> this his alien body isn't used exactly. to the thousands of chemicals that are inside it's, of this beverage. Coke is essentially battery acid with fizz that you drink. Yeah, that should kill humans. Really, don't survive drinking Coke either. It just no. kills them over a longer term basis. Says the guy, I'm drinking a delicious can of Coke as we speak. But yeah, well, I'm um, yeah, I'm drinking some rum and Coke myself. Yeah, we were tempted to actually order in some McDonald's just to make the mm. whole horrific experiment complete. But anyway, but yeah, so oof. so. Uh, the alien even burps and plays it gets blamed on the older brother. It's hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, and then it just cuts to you see that I thought this was a flashback, but no. You see that 
the little aliens alien family is now out in the desert which uh, they obviously shot this in the same location as they shot their home world so I thought it was a flashback. Slowly dying. Yeah, because well, I guess there's a younger and, daughter who's dying. And the mother has, like, a scarf on for some reason? Yeah. I guess to uh, let you know which one's the feminine one. By the way, they've never established at all that the, the rest of the family somehow escaped the, 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 the containment center. I mean, it was obviously easy enough for the little one to get out. I guess you could just assume the rest of them somehow escaped un unscathed. Even too, though but... they move at a, a brisk <laughs> mile per <laughs> they hour. They run! And they just, rather than go anywhere where there's structures where they could scavenge for food or hide, they just shot straight into the desert where anyone with a flashlight would have seen them. Because, they, yeah, they're crawling it like fucking half a mile an hour and mm. it's just yeah and it's just that you just show that this family's already kind of dying and then it just cuts back to i guess it's early morning and the and the family that we saw earlier is still driving so that all took 15 minutes yeah in movie time and i was like oh that's not too bad that moved at a decent speed and yeah, then the, the basic, movie just yeah, decides the set up it, now at least the movie decides no sir we're gonna we're gonna start to crawl yeah this is go real slow we have to have the family talking in the car for a while. I, I, after a while, you realize this family is moving, even though they're in a van that has nothing except for, like, a thermos and a can of Coke in it. I guess yeah, they've driven well, they got, all the way from Chicago. So, the next morning, the family in the van arrive at their new house, where the mom gets mad at the movers for throwing her stuff around, but the dude's like, it's just our moving padding. And, and it's she's like, just like, oh. It's like, hey, bitch, you think you know that you don't own this giant, like, yeah. It's it's very obvious what that is. Also, unless you just hired the worst movers in the world, they're not going to be throwing this... Because they, they do it! Like, she's just parked, and then they start throwing stuff, and it's just like, <laughs> hey, fuck you, man! The guy would have been like, hey, fuck you! We know what we're doing! We're not that stupid! Uh, also... That's it. Yeah. It, it's we, not even needed. I don't understand... Because I, I could understand from a character development, but this... Well, to be fair, this movie doesn't know what it wants the mom to be. It doesn't know if it yeah. wants her to be a hard-ass or understanding or soft or or mean. It's, She's it's just all a vague authority figure who's just like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we did miss the one moment where the kid wakes up while they're still driving on the highway, though. He wakes up and he's like, Cars? <laughs> it's like, what if I, have you never seen a fucking highway before? And I just thought that was kind of like, was that, some, I don't know, is that some, like a joke or like what? Anyway, but yeah, so they're moving in and yeah, fucking little fucking aliens like with them. Oh, they, when they're driving up too, they pass some dipshit little girl across the street dressed like a Native American with like a chameleon jammed into her hair. I'm TP, sitting I am... inside a TP. Oh, yeah. And they wave at her, and she says she's communing with the Earth spirits, and they're like, California! <laughs> uh, the handicapped kid's all like, I hope we're taking her land. <laughs> the alien follows them inside, and, and this movie really enjoys the comedy of this toddler from another planet getting the shit kicked out of it. Because it gets, just... it got zapped by electric fence, it got run over by a car, and it gets like a door slant, a doorknob slammed yeah. against its forehead, and it's I like, was, ha -ha, yeah. this child's getting abused. I can only guess that that was the last shot of the film where they're like, okay, like we could afford to destroy the, this puppet now, so let's just slam its head on a door. And that's, I, I guess that's the only thing that they thought that would really kind of differentiate Mac from ET is like, okay, well, he's cute and an alien, but we're gonna beat the shit out of him in like an inhuman Looney Tunes way. That E.T. Hey, could have never survived, and instead Bill, of being cute, it's just horrific. I have a hypothetical for you, Bill. Yeah? It's December. It's your birthday. Oh, no. You get a big box. 
<laughs> oh no. You open the box. It's the original Mac and Me puppet. Do you keep it? Oh no, you dropkick. Well, I mean, of course you're gonna try to sell it on eBay, but you don't keep it. <laughs> even if it came from like my, even if I found found out like my dead dad had it and left it to me, like it was some kind of time release thing. It was like, Billy, I thought you'd love the Mac and Me puppet. I would be like, no, we're getting this is going away. This is and, right. like, well, the, the sad thing is that you know, like, uh, well, I guess you could probably get some money from. There's got to be at least one dipshit out there with money who is like stupid nostalgic for this movie who would pay for that puppet but it would be hard so, to find that one person so 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 second uh paul rudd might buy it it's uh, actually you know what that actually might be it. and if anything just give it to paul rudd and say hey thank you for what hot american summer you're funny in that here so, you go se second half of the question you sell it on ebay you yeah. send it away the next morning after sending it away you wake up it's back in your house what you do <laughs> kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just realize that whatever happened in your life, you lost the game of life. <laughs> like, you just, like, this is, you've already slipped into some kind of time twilight zone thing that you're not going to escape, that you might as well just end it now with some kind of dignity, oh. yeah, because this is, yeah, things aren't going to get any better for you after that, yeah. It's, oh, it's, Jesus. You, you wake up to a Groundhog Day scenario, but every day you have to watch Mac and me. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, no. That movie would have been... Well, I guess he does try to kill himself. That's the... Oh, my God. That would have been a quicker path to insanity rather than 10,000 years. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that fucking... I want to remake... What's the th the story about the guy who wakes up? He's a bug. Um, It's like Franz Kafka. Like... Some, some kind oh, of existential I crisis. I want to think where a guy wakes up and he's the fucking puppet from... He's the alien from Mac and Me. He's just like butthole mouth. All he can do is whistle. <laughs> he's super elastic and can't die so he can't kill himself. And Oh my god, that's what a hellacious life. And whenever he walks, he walks like fucking Michael J. Fox. Oh, Bill. Gee, this is a terrible... Like, they can get, barely get it to move. <laughs> it is just... Shakes the clown level... Bad puppetry. Yeah. So the other brother, older brother's unpacking shit. He puts on sunglasses, sees the baby alien peeking around a corner, takes him off. It's gone. It repeats, yeah. and they, they, they it's, it's that happens. It's they couldn't do a booze joke, so this is a death they got. <laughs> yeah, younger brother's unpacking with a big ba open bag of Skittles in his lap, and he's got this giant Chicago Cubs teddy bear that's the size of a small person. And he's looking at a father, a father of his dead picture. I'll let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> the younger brother, eats yeah, Skittles okay, yeah, I'd, while yeah. wistfully looking at a photo of his family, and I zoom in my dad. Yeah. And, and then the alien steals a photo and looks at it and is like, "I have family too." Yeah. And rather than unpack, the kid just pulls out an RC car, <laughs> which like, is, which. Shit. Which is working fine. It's rolling around fine, but he decides I gotta change the batteries in this thing. Yeah, I just got I gotta get my Energizer brand batteries, and this thing still going <laughs> cooler somehow. And while he's doing that, the baby alien touches the car, and it starts working all on its own because this thing has electrical powers, which really have nothing to do with anything yeah, in the rest undefined. of the movie. Yeah. But I, ET least... touched stuff and it and made it things happen. So it's so got to do this. This one has to too. Yeah. It is just the most vaguest. It's that's exactly what the thought process was. ET did stuff, so this should do too. Even though if it mm -hmm. does, has no impact on the plot, or if it's completely inconsistent or what, let's. He's got to be vaguely magical and do mm -hmm. stupid Trumpy things. Yeah. Uh, a mover comes in with a TV, puts it down, 
and the drunk-looking wall-eyed alien touches it, and the snorks come on. I'm glad, what okay, utter, yeah. What an utter disappointment. It's the snorks. It's... Come along it's... with the snorks. Oh, you remember the theme song to that? With the snorks. <laughs> yeah, if I had some time, maybe, but... I, I did. I was watching a little part of this with my housemate Joshin, and, and he didn't recognize the snorks. And I was like, "It's the snorks!" And he was like, "What the fuck is a snork?" And I was like, "It's too long." <laughs> As you don't want to know if it's you don't know what it of, is. It's the it's the rip off of Smurfs. I think I remember the Paw Paw. Well, I I joked that like it's fitting that this rip off of ET would have the rip off of the snorks of the, of the Smurfs on TV. Like the, the kid, wrong. The, the, the the handicap kid might as well be playing GoBots while the real kids across the street are playing fucking Transformers, <laughs> but. Uh-huh. Uh, and his mom shows up with a fucking tuna fish sandwich with a can of Coke again with the straw, so, with the label well, uh, positioned perfectly towards the camera. Well, his mom comes in and is like, I brought you some toe. And the kid is rightfully like, what? And is she's like, like a pussy? <laughs> she's like, like, no, she says tuna on wheat. Fucking stop with the excitement movie. I want to get off this ride. <laughs> well, there's this weird thing where he's like, hey, mom, the TV wasn't working, but like it wasn't plugged in, but it was working. And then like... And she's like, okay, then whatever. And she's, and then, then the, like, the TV does turn back on. And then she's like, she condescendingly says, like, oh, that's good. Like, as if it's, as if he was, like, a toddler? Like, mm-hmm. it's just the weirdest, like, uh, it's just, I don't know. Also, Phil pointed out, it's funny, because while this is all happening, you see the older brother unpacking. And what he's unpacking under his room is a giant, mostly empty box that only contains one boxing glove and a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. And we're laughing like, what? Okay, who just... It's like this two-foot-by-two-foot box, and that's all that's in there. It's like, well, who thought that was a space-efficient way to... Pass? Like, why would... You? Yeah, anyway, so... Anyway. So, he goes into the bathroom where the shower's on, and there's a steam outline of the baby alien on the mirror. Because I guess he was hiding against the mirror? Yeah. In perfect wet footprints with no that dripping never or diminish. anything. Yeah. Never diminished. No drips in between. It's like along, Scooby-Doo along the floor. Mm-hmm. He opens. He goes to the fridge. He opens it. Something jumps off the top of the fridge and runs out the back, breaking a lamp. He rolls out back, and a girl is there eating an Otter Pop, another product placement. Yeah, they really go out of their way to make sure that you can see facing. that's an Otter Pop brand snack. Yeah. Yep. He asks uh, the girl where his friend went, and she's like, "He went back towards that hill." He's really cute. No, girl. No. No, he's not. No, no. He's a fucking... You would think that... You would just assume that was a burn victim or so, like some kind of cancer patient or something because that, that is not cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's... It... <sighs> just looking at this kid, too. Just he's such a terrible fucking actor. And just... <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck this so, movie. <laughs> he, he, uh, he says he was kidding. That was his brother funny joke yeah that and that's how the scene ends it's just kind of she, she's she's like that's pretty fucked up man she actually and then, they just bleep it out and that's just how the scene ends that's nasty <laughs> and then her sister 80s sweatpants camel toe comes out and calls her inside and they leave and if i had to guess what age this this girl is i would say undetermined yeah they just got like it's got to be like like the Probably the script super supervisor girl or somebody from catering or something like that, yeah. And so, then it just cuts to, like, it's nighttime and fucking Mac is just sleeping on their lawn. Oh, Matt, well... And you sent me the... F- 
<laughs> I said, there's a photo. I, I, I took a screenshot of Mac sleeping on the lawn with his eyes closed with his buttonhole mouth and his head kind of reclined back. <laughs> and I sent you that photo and I said, when you nut and she keeps sucking. And it was funny. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, for some reason, despite the fact that this motherfucker's trying to hide out, he's just sleeping on their front lawn. Yep. And no one notices him there. Even if he was sleeping, maybe sleeping on the back lawn, but still you have these neighbors, especially the nosy neighbor girl who has, obviously, she looks down into their yard. She could have seen this alien, but I guess nothing happened, so I guess it's later on well, that night. Yeah, the alien hears some howling and runs around and creeper peeps on the family unpacking and yeah. mom goes in to check on Eric. I guess his name is Eric because he's oh, got the like, handicapped he's kid. got like he's got like a sign on his wall that says Eric Avenue or some shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. And he's with a bunch with of a ba- cabbage patch uh, or no garbage pail kids stickers and he's, shit, yeah. He's sleeping with a baseball bat and she tells him to stop worrying. It was probably just some kid from the neighborhood or some shit. And he's oh, like, well, he's well. like, that kid, it looks fucked up, mom. <laughs> Something's wrong with that kid. He escaped from a basement or attic or something. Yeah, he's a fucking, yeah, like Bart's evil twin or whatever the fuck, but... Oh, man. But also, while all this is happening, this is a weird detail. The older brother is in the living room, like, building an end table with a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Which well, I guess they're just trying to establish that there's a buzzsaw in the house for a later scene, but it's just yeah. like, what? And like, this is the first night in their home, they're still like unpacking, but he's like, well, I got this half half built ta- like end table that I started in Chicago, but I as well finish on this first night in, in Sacramento, but yeah. It's yeah, it's weird. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, this movie makes no sense. It's poopy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,. The alien watches the mother tuck her son in, and it cries. Oh, that's right, yeah, because he's, like, now outside the kid's window. Uh Uh-huh. It whistles into the void while its mouth pulsates. Yeah. And its family whistles And it's also weird because his whistles often sound like cat calls. Mm. And so he's, like, cat calling into this kid as he's falling asleep, which totally sends the wrong message, but yeah. And the the puppet turns around to the camera, and his huge, barely blinking eyes are just, like, dripping tears. And it's just the most sacred bullshit imaginable. It's fucking terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. With the music being like, oh, so magical. Music was working overtime to try to convince (laughs) you how majestic and sad this scene is. Yeah. Oh god. Oh man, I'd love to have an interview with that guy about writing, trying to write music for this thing. Yeah, because I mean, he's he's tried his best. He's got a full orchestra. That's that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things where, like, they spent money on music but nothing else, and they must have tried to fix this movie with the music. Because yeah, the guy's not fucking around. He's he's delivering his best, like, Back to the Future quality score, but it's not helping the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, while he's whistling, the camera cuts to like you see like his family still crossing the wasteland, but now, although they're like wherever they're at, it's kind of sun like the sunset. Like even though where he's at, he's it's dark. I don't they're know. just out. They're just out there searching for gasoline. <laughs> gasoline. Yeah, it does look like yeah, Road Warrior. And they're just waddling around, and they like I guess they hear the whistle whistling cry of their dipshit kid and turn around, and they like blow into their hands like they whistle back and like. <laughs> just like it's just you're supposed to be crying and you're just like oh my god let me see how that's only 28 in, minutes into the movie <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so the next morning uh eric's woken up he was sleeping in a full hoodie yeah uh, he's fully dressed his, like yeah f- with an rc car driving around his bed 
He thinks it's his brother Michael, but he's asleep in his bed. So he follows the RC car out into the hall. A big fucking auger drill pops through this the wall, which like is obviously like a six-inch drill. Yeah, like it's not just like a little thing, but like if any, like if well, oh it's my god, like a, it's it's probably like a twelve-inch drill bit, but it's probably I want to say like just... inch and a half. Yeah, drill bit. Oh, diameter. you mean just the width? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big boy. But it's just I like threatening. It's like something from a horror movie. Yeah. And with an eyeball looking through. Being oh, like, that's yeah. right. Because yeah, fucking Mac knocks two holes in the wall and then looks through it like he's going to come bursting through and like stab him in the face or something. Do some and Resident Evil 7 bursting through a wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, yeah, uh, the kid hears more run like rustling around the house and so... Yeah, he runs into the living room, finds, like, the auger drill half hanging out <laughs> he, the other side of the he wall. He runs in there, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's a miracle. <laughs> He's already here, oh my god. And this is this is one of the most conf- confounding moments in the movie, because... Well, hold on. Yeah. Uh, everything's made to look like the outdoors. Yeah. And and we'll describe that in a second, but then, then the saw opens the front door, and he sees the butthole-mouthed alien. And as he opens the door, he only finds the saw... So, I don't know how... Like, I get the windmill thing like for later in the movie, but I don't get why he... You're watching it. Describe this scene. He's just being threateningly menaced by this alien who's using lethal tools to destroy the environment around him. Because, like, drilling... Like, E.T. just showed up, and he had well, shit yeah. to say, but he wound up saying it. He just, like, st- express himself by, like... Destroying the house with power tools while like well, while mean, cripple like, kids maybe, on the other side of the wall. But like I, I know mean, what you like, mean. Like he like you would think like yeah he must be carving something into the front door that means something. But no, it's I just mean more like describing how the living room looks now. Because oh, the, he's got, well, like, so yeah, the living room is suddenly the, uh, Phil. We actually had to go back and rewind this because at first we thought it was the aliens' magic growing powers had caused a bunch of plants to grow overnight. Because there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch, there's like trees and sagebrush all over the place, but then we realized it's all, because there's obviously like some flowers and stuff stuck around the place too, and obviously that didn't grow, that's just like cut in place there. But then we realized, no, it's just like someone moved all that stuff in there, and like the, the mom's painting has flowers all over it and stuff, and the funny thing is, and so this kid's surrounded by this room that is just filled with outdoor, there's rocks and moss and all this stuff. Uh, the fucking, there's this beheaded deer head with a Make America Great hat on again. And and the funny thing is, he's just sitting there, like, flabbergasted by this, and suddenly his his mom and his brother come in and blame him for it. And you want to be like, you're he, blaming the kid who can't walk or stand up for... Well, even if him and his brother had done all, done all this, it would have taken a lot longer than one night to make it look like what it yeah. looks like. Unless the fucking brother has the oil of Olivier and is the world's best actor, why the mom just doesn't blame them both? I mean, she'd still be wrong, obviously, from our perspective, but, like, the fact that they just come in and they're like, what did you do, Eric? And Eric's like, what? <laughs> it's like, what? Did they not understand how this kid, like, he's not, like, he, like, half the shit is, like, hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. think about it for more than two seconds, man. And so, anyway, yeah, he's just... Well, even with the clues that the alien leaves later, this scene makes no sense with the clues it should be. As he's expressing a a need to be outside, despite the fact that he seems to be sleeping all the time outside, 
the house mm-hmm. and like it's just yeah that's why i thought at first it was maybe like him accidentally like his magic powers accidentally caused a whole bunch of things to grow inside the house because it doesn't make any sense for him to go take that stuff and bring that into the house because it doesn't mean anything yeah. and it's just and yeah again watching it now it still doesn't mean any like yeah it's not like after watching the end like yeah it's it's just it's just noise it's just dumb shit it's just shit happening yeah so the mother says <laughs> and leaves <laughs> that's kind of her whole role was just kind of go Meh. and then eric rolls into the backyard where the little we're... girl from next door named yeah. debbie follows him out after a little while and eventually uh he hits a hill and starts rolling down it in a scene we've all seen before if we've seen Conan O'Brien and, well, and the Paul funny, Like, yeah, I didn't expect this scene to happen here because it's the geography's really weird, so this house just happens to have this beautiful backyard with, like, this beautiful, like, rose garden hedge that has this, this doorway that just leads to a lethal cliff. <laughs> and it's just like, Which, what? you know, when, when you're shopping for houses and you have a son in a wheelchair... And you see a steep cliff with a, a, a ravine drop-off. You think, that's the house I want for my son. At least put a wooden gate there. <laughs> Do something. But no, the kid, he kind of wheels through the gate. And I, even then, for a moment, I was like, well, did the alien push him? Because does he not understand that, like, did he not see how, like, there's a little bit of a dip? Like, did he just misjudge, the, like, the, the hill that he suddenly found himself on? Because he's just sitting there looking over the ravine, and then suddenly he's just hauling, he's just, like, flying down the hill. And yeah, he yeah. tries to put his brake on, but it breaks. Yeah, which uh, Phil was like, oh my god, what a shitty wheelchair. And I was like, uh, to be fair, I don't think the people who designed this wheelchair expected to be going 90 miles an hour off a cliff. <laughs> So, yeah. But yeah, it's so completely abrupt. It's funny because, yeah, this scene, the Paul Rudd scene happens where, yeah, he just like, yeah, he's going 99, uh, 90 miles down a, <laughs> down a, down a fucking incline. And, just... and then he, and then flames burst out from behind his wheels <laughs> and he travels back in time. Exactly. He finally gets across the Eastwood Ravine back into the other side of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's exactly, he just falls off the cliff and. And then and the there's... alien's butthole mouth pops up and says, ooh. Yeah, but, but for one shot, it's blue screen for some reason into the shot mm-hmm. like they forgot to have the have the alien there on set that day and and so, so the kid's so just flailing for five minutes the girl screams for a while the alien watches him flail and drown for a couple minutes yeah the music swells and then the alien saves him as his family comes running looking down at the top of the ravine and the the mom says i can't believe he did this this is written by a person <laughs> with no child, or maybe not even a person, because I'm pretty sure even somebody without a child would know that a parent wouldn't respond to their child almost dying by falling off a cliff with, I, I can't, can't believe, believe he did, did this. this. Yeah. If if you honestly, is that's the way you react, you are a fucking terrible parent. Well, and then, yeah, so, like, fucking Mac, like, pull, pushes him out of the water and then retreats like a mermaid back into the water, never to be seen again. <laughs> and yeah, I can't. And then they have mom right there. It just says, "Yeah, I can't believe he did this." Mm. And it's just like, I mean, <laughs> bitch, please come on. <laughs> and then yeah, then we cut to like a bunch, a bunch of kids on Bigfoot little toy trucks racing past the house. Now that now that's filled with paramedics and cops, and yeah, they're mm-hmm. interviewing the next door neighbor girl who's all like, "I didn't see anything. There's magic aliens or something." Well, she says, know. "I don't know why he did it. I just saw him go, <laughs> motherfucker. Just look at his fucking wheelchair. The brake is broken." <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. There's some physical evidence could just show. Also, hey, yeah, hey, mom, don't buy a house with a cliff behind it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Should have had a scene where one of the cops is interviewing her, being like, and you didn't see anything wrong with buying a cliff with a son in your wheelchair? <laughs> with no door or anything or even warning him about the cliff? Oh my you god, so yeah. So, so you is... didn't tell your son in a wheelchair that there was a cliff behind your house. Mm. He's like, there's water over there. I just thought the water would protect him if he fell off. I don't know. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's a doctor examining fucking the kid. So, and this, like, this is, yeah, the, Phil the, had to point out how weird the scene gets. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it does because the doctor's like, ah, he's fine. Uh, you all want to leave me alone with him for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> and then the doctor's like, you've been seeing shit? And he's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I've been seeing this little dude. Debbie's seen him too. And he's like, alright, I'm gonna give you some pocket drugs. Yeah. You take he's like, these. He doesn't <laughs> prescribe them to him. No. He's just like, hey, here's a bottle of sleeping pills, knock yourself out, and that's <laughs> and it. And then he leaves. <laughs> yep. And then leaves. And like without telling the parent or anything, it's like wow, that's mm -hmm. that is Lionel Hutt's quality service, right? There. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. Uh, you seem even... okay. Here, take these drugs. Yeah, exactly. from my pockets. And we You'd had to rewind okay. it. Yeah, because Phil had to point out. He's like, did he never even tell the mom about that? We had to rewind it. Like, oh yeah, no, it's just a bad, <laughs> bad doctor. Uh -huh. Oh God! And it so, wasn't even a doctor. It was just a guy walking down the street I with a stethoscope so. around his neck. <laughs> Exactly, he just went, homeless guy wandering around the neighborhood that he, he just has this endless stash of sleeping pills that he can't get rid of, so he's using eggs he's to show up and like, oh god, but yeah, then the little girl from across the street shows up, and she's like, hey, he's like, why up? didn't you tell him I saw him? And she's like, because this thing got schizophrenic. Oh, and that's supposed to be some kind of big joke. You know, schizophrenic, what, what's, what's she called? Schiz schizophreaky? I don't, yeah. It's like this like cute thing, like, schizophreaky is when you see things that aren't really there. Mm -hmm. And then there's like, <laughs> and then and then the Eric's like, well, let me no, actually, that's not how schizophrenia works. Let me tell you, it's actually, and he, he educates her on what schizophrenia <laughs> like, actually I, is. Like, I, I read a book once. I actually know how this works. He was like, that's an uneducated uh, uh, view on what schizophrenia actually is. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, the so, fact that they get, make somebody like they make a joke at the cost of schizophrenia makes me feel better for calling the kid a cripple. But oh my god! But so, yeah, and then fucking well, then yeah. Debbie's sister shows up in her McDonald's uniform and tells her it's time to go and maybe invite this insane boy to her friend's party or something. Yeah, it's just yeah. a weird thing of like she shows up and she's like, "Are you going to Susan's party?" And the and Eric's like, "Okay, whatever, I guess." And she's like, "Okay, fine, see you there." She never tells Eric like where the party is, what time. It's just like, "Yeah, there's a party for well, Susan tomorrow Bill, night. You should be there." That's because all the best party happened at McDonald's. I mean, really, there's only like in in Sacramento. That's like the one hot spot. Like you just if you hear that there's a party's happening, you know it's going to be that McDonald's. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> so, it's constant 24-7 dance party, so, like, you just assume <laughs> if there's a party, that's gonna be it. Mm -hmm, you drive yeah. past it, like, because obviously they don't serve any customers, <laughs> it's just constant dancing in the fucking drive-thru. Yeah. Yep. As they leave, the brother Michael sees the sister and yeah, gets he's a got more fucking, gets a huge fucking boner, and he's like, <clears throat> To be fair, that sister, she's got a pretty tight fucking McDonald's outfit on. She's like, hey, how you doing? You know, well, that's yeah. what I was saying. I, it's impossible to tell how old she is. She's either 28 or 16. Yeah, in the best way possible. Dirt, <laughs> uh, dirty old man. But yeah. So then Debbie's, he's, he's, he's like, McDonald's, huh? And her Debbie's like, yeah, why don't you stop by for a Big Mac? Zing? 
I, it, you, it's it's great because it's not a zing. It's just saying the name of the product, and it's not like... Uh... It could have been a better joke there. Like, yeah, why don't you stop by for a warm apple pie or something? I don't know. I don't there know. What, is Donald, what, what does McDonald's serve that could be a euphemism for genitalia? There was something about how Phil and I were joking about how hot the, the sister was. And, like... We were trying to, like, how do you, how do you, like, we were trying to come up with a McDonald's-themed, like, pickup lines, or something like that, and we were just like, oh, well, yeah, Big, or, like, at least retorts to the little sister, like, yeah, Big Mac is the name of my penis. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make you grimace with my Why don't Big you stop Mac by for a Big Mac? No, yeah. I'll stop by with my Big Mac. <laughs> Although, saying that to the little sister is a little more threatening. <laughs> when you're like, I'm gonna fuck you in the ear, 10-year-old girl. Oh, oh yeah, man. so God, yeah, this movie's a fucking horror show. So is our podcast. <laughs> so oh, yeah. and he turns to brother and is like, Oh, you never told me about her. She's eighties as fuck. She is eighties as fuck. That is an eighties ass uh, fucking uniform she's wearing. And yeah, it's like, it's like it's like it's got that the eighties collar on it and she's got her belt up hey, to her fucking belt. rib cage. If I, I I think I've been to McDonald's once in my life. Really? Um, wow, okay. Yeah. You are um, a lithe dancer. That actually explains a lot. You've actually no, taken I, care I, of yourself. I've been to I've been to Burgerville plenty or Burger King plenty of times. Oh, okay. Um If there was a within a reasonable distance of your house, uh McDonald's that was locked into the eighties. Oh, like like 80s all the thing, yeah. all the uniforms were eighties. All the menu items were like eighties, but there was a, a an equal distance one. The, those new McCafes, like they spruced up the joints. Which one would you go to? I would go to the old eighties version. Are they still serving things and planning killing styrofoam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I can get a McDLT, the, you know the better question actually, if you're gonna direct this at me, is like, okay, they open up a fucking world class eighties time warp fucking mcdonald's all the mm -hmm. food is the same thing exactly what it was is like a french fries fried in beef tallow uh even the fucking the wait staff they don't even know it's not 1988 yet like yeah there it's a fucking time portal but the wait staff is aliens from mac and me mm. <laughs> like you have to put up all these butthole mouths whistling at you while you're trying to get your food <laughs> and they're dancing yeah no. that might be the yeah that that's the sophie's choice <laughs> Everybody there is is either Mac and me or as just actually Ronald McDonald. Uh, what if it's just a McDonald's where all the food is free, but like there's that dancing bear costume oh, thing? I don't think I could get past the dancing bear. <laughs> just it's just in the room and every like there's maybe there's no one even reacting to it, but it's so off putting because it's got those dead eyes looking oh, through that mask. We'll get and it's there. looking we'll get at there. you the whole time you're there, but it's still <laughs> dancing and jiving, but it just won't stop looking at you. So, oh my god. Uh, the next day? They yeah, drop, the I presumably. They dropped the mom off at Sears. At Sears Brand Merchandise Center. Uh huh. Yeah. She, she's stressed because it's her first job in 10 years. And and after they drop her off, they're like, you know what we need? Big Macs. I'm, you know, and, I'm honestly shocked because, like, they, they had a perfect uh, drop in with, like, the brother could have been like, hey, let's go see Stacy at, at McDonald's or something like that. But, yeah, yeah. Yep. So then that's the dance. And the alien <laughs> sits on a hill, uh, moves like a shitty robot, and watches a freeway. And yeah, then that's, it's, oh, it's that scene's done. Dusk! And he's just sitting there, barely moving, and that's it. Like, he's caught, like. Ah. 
I guess he's thinking about his family, but he can't blink all the way, and it's that's the whole scene. That's it. You mm-hmm. know all those moving scenes in E.T. where the E.T. puppet would malfunction on camera, but they still kept it in even though it, the scene wasn't doing anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to a raccoon in a garbage can. Yep. It's actually my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> when you're starving, everything looks like a meal. Yeah, and then, exactly. Uh, to us and to the raccoon. The, the brother's talking to the McDonald's girl on the phone. Do we ever get her name? I her. Why she, am I asking Her name you? shows up on a... Uh, oh, name probably, tag she's wearing later, yeah. but like I can't remember if they actually say it out loud. I don't remember either. Yeah. So, um, uh, and Michael's going, or Eric's going around leaving cups of coke and straws all over the place, just like oh, E.T. Yeah. What did it with the Reese's Pieces? Yeah, the moment we Reese's saw him like putting a cup down, we're like okay, whatever this is part the... of the country you're from, wherever you call it. The what? Some people call them Reese's Pieces. Yeah, uh, in Pittsburgh, a lot of people call them Reese's Pieces. Mm. Reese pieces, which even even more like it's they're called Reese's pieces, motherfucker. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I yeah yeah. I that's I, that's how even though I have, I'm from Pittsburgh and I've picked up some terrible Pittsburgh speech patterns. Like at least even then I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, but like he's leaving all these. He's just dying to get an ant infestation in his own house. Well, the okay, this is a weird thing where he goes back to his own room. He's got a whole bunch of cups and straws that he then just spikes down onto the ground for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's and, and, done. Yeah, and Debbie he hates his sh- mom, who's going to have to <laughs> clean that up. Debbie shows up to help with whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, it's just and they, then, there's hijinks going on. So and they, gotta, they, yeah. they hide in the closet, and he's like, put this vacuum cleaner on your back. Oh, God, it's this <laughs> We're going to suck him up with the vacuum cleaner? Sure. Which you got to uh, wear like the Ghostbusters do. Okay. And I guess this kid is somehow intuitive that this alien can get, get this child-sized creature can get sucked up into a vacuum cleaner. What would he have done if it worked like every other vacuum cleaner and just kind of Gave the alien him? a hickey if the hickey yeah. just stood still for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, like, oh. That's like, oh, it's almost man. like this character, these kids are written to be like two years old, like three years old or something like that, where it's just like, like stupid little kid logic. But yeah, Max shows up. He's following the straws. Oh, we should also point out that the the this the girl from next door is like got it. Like she's got some padding and like a helmet on because she would die in the next five minutes if she didn't Uh-oh. actually have the stupid kid shit on. Yeah, but and then yeah. they they do suck the alien up into the vacuum, and then the vacuum starts going crazy, dragging Debbie all over the house. Yeah, because she's can, wearing it like a back. You know, like you said, like you, it's like Ghostbusters. Yeah. Can, barely see the lines in the wall where the track is for this yeah. vacuum. Well, I was wondering because it was when they first show uh, the the handicapped kids uh, bedroom at the beginning of the film. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool graph paper wallpaper. And I didn't realize it's graph paper because they would like the, 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 the wallpaper design would help hide the track lines. But and they do with that a little bit, too, because then uh, Debbie gets dragged out into the living room, which is all like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like wood siding, wood paneling. So at least they could hide the, the crevice uh, between the wood panels that, that you know, where the machinery is dragging her up into into the air with. But then she gets dragged onto the ceiling and they had nowhere to hide the track there. So it's obviously just dangling from this track on the ceiling. Yeah. And. It's great because she goes, she goes screaming across the whole length of the ceiling, slams into a wall, and turns into a just a stuffed dummy that crashes 
horrifically hard into the fall far wall, comes down, and if it was a real person, would have broken her fucking legs with the sheer force and slams into the wall and <laughs> slams down onto the ground. And of course, like it cuts and then she's actually just a normal unhurt person. But yeah. they, but now they have actually, I guess, yeah, the, the vacuum cleaner gets knocked off Debbie's back and all well, this, and, and now then they've they, successfully caught the, the, the alien, yeah. So they reverse the motor. A oh, light. yeah. Uh, God ray lights come from somewhere, and the alien slowly reveal itself, and I'm like, yeah, movie, you've shown me this little fucker for the last 40 minutes. I know yeah. what he looks like. You don't have to treat this reveal like it's something special. That's one of the smart things E.T. Uh, e- uh, e- did. You don't fully get to see E.T. until, like, halfway through the fucking movie. Like, he's there, like, in the scenes that he's in, he's just done all piecemeal, but, like, you don't really get a good look at him until, like, yeah, a good, like, ways into the film. Really not until Elliot gets a good look at him. Yeah. But, yeah, this, we've been, we've been seeing this fucker randomly sitting on top of mountainsides looking at traffic for no reason. This is not, yeah, not impressive. Bad Albert will return after these messages. Hi, kids. It's me, Ronald McDonald. And I'm on the set of my very first motion picture ever. It's a movie called Mac and Me. And it stars my little friend from outer space here. His name is Mac, and I want to introduce you to him. Mac? Anybody seen Mac? Where'd he go? Aging Ronald McDonald. Listen, I've got to go now. You're wanted in makeup. (laughs) Makeup? Me? They were an average alien family living on their own planet. And we were an average family living on ours. He took my Coke, Mom. Come on, you guys. I don't have it. I didn't take it. I knew it! Accidents happen, and like us, they found themselves in a strange new neighborhood. I like it. Me too. Shh. Communing with the Earth spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Alert, alert, we have a malfunction, we have a malfunction. Their lives were in danger. Back off, Larry, get away from it. We've got a problem here. They had to escape. When the smoke cleared, their family was separated. Somehow, one of the aliens was hiding in our house. government wanted to capture him. It's here. Everyone was after him. And my brother, Eric, wants to make friends. You sucked this living thing into a vacuum cleaner? Yeah, and then we blew him out again. Now Eric is risking not only his life, but my life. Give me the gun. Step back! To save them. This is the police. There he is! I told you they don't understand. It's about more than friendship. It's about adventure. Mac and me. And now back to Fat Albert. So they oh, give God. the alien a Coke, and somebody says this must be what he drinks on his home planet. Yeah, you don't say. 
Okay, sure. <laughs> no, I love that no one thinks to just get him a glass of water first. Yeah. But no, yeah. it's Coke, and it, like, brings him back to life. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, of course, it's got to be a Coke with a straw in it, too. But also, oh. I pointed out, like, when I was watching with Phil, uh, the can of Coke they give him switches between being classic Coke, it turns into new Coke in one shot, and then no. turns back into classic Coke. So nice. put that in fucking IMDb fucking goofs. Son of a page, bitch, goofs. Mother, they can't even get their fucking Coke straight. So uh, the mom comes home. People outside are talking about sour per- sur- power surging across the whole neighborhood and shit. And they tell her that she goes inside. And uh, the, her kids tell her about the little dude they sucked up with the vacuum. And she is, of course, very skeptical about this. Well, and then there's a moment like we're going to show you the alien mom. And then it cuts to a different scene. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like... They haven't established that the alien has run away or disappeared or anything. She just comes in and she's all like, I can't believe you guys have done this again, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we got to show you something, Mom. And so they're expecting the next scene is going to be her reacting to the alien. But no, the movie continues as if she's never even like she's still not believing them. So, like, I I don't know if there's a deleted. It's probably too much. I'm expecting too much of these filmmakers to think there was a deleted scene that got cut somewhere that explains why she why they just why she just doesn't see the alien here because they say they're gonna show her the alien, but yeah, it cuts to the next morning. There's a paper boy delivering papers, and the, the fucking alien is now she's I guess he's still not been seen by the mom somehow, but he's like reading the newspaper on the front porch of this house. Still, no one sees him. Oh no, you still there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he reads the paper. He read well. It's also funny, kind of funny too, because it's he picks up the whole paper, but what he's reading is just like the front and back page of the paper, because the puppet's not strong enough to hold a whole newspaper. And yeah. uh, then I'm assuming it must be like a director's cameo or something like that, because there's an old guy walking across the sh- uh, the street who kind of sees Mac reading the paper, and he's like, "Oh, weird kids around here these days," or some shit like that. Weird people got weird pets, I think, or something like that. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, fucking... I can't even remember what's so important in the paper that uh, fucking well, Max the, sees, the, but... So, Eric wakes up to a bell or some shit ringing. It's blow... It's at, It's got a string attached to his window. It doesn't matter. And, and there's like a daisy on his, his brother for no reason. They it's both just... have flowers on their pillows. I guess the alien's very romantic. Yeah, and then <laughs> that, that was my first... Yeah. The uh-huh. alien comes back at that night and cleans everything up, even fixing the hole in the door. Yeah. And he also left some poorly Xerox newspaper clippings on the kitchen table <laughs> about racehorses. <laughs> yeah, sure. just racehorses. It's, it's, it's gotta be clues or some shit. Who knows? And a Wix furniture ad, because I guess Wix also had to get on this fucking buffet of fucking product placement. Yeah, and yep. oh, the big thing with the Wix ad is there's like the Wix logo, which I've never even noticed before, or I don't remember from the 80s. It's like this red, white, and blue W th- kind of thing, which takes forever for the movie to pay off. But yeah, the mom comes in and she's like, well, oh, thank you guys for cleaning up. So the mom comes out and says like, oh, you guys cleaned everything off. That's super cool. And Michael's like, she's not us. You think we would do this shit? I do like, gotta give those kids credit for being like, does this even sound like something we would do? And then yeah. she's like, fuck no you wouldn't. So they <laughs> tell her it's 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 gotta be the alien or something. They would, would be justified in being a little grumpy, like, you didn't have to agree with us that quickly, Mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, at least we're being honest that we didn't do this, but yeah. That's what they were looking for at the crash scene. And she says, mm, that might be possible, but what could it be? And the, What and were they the, looking for at the crash scene? The alien? 
Oh, just the alien. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, yeah. And then the, then the quick scene to show that the family, alien family, Jeez. is still dying in the desert. This is like something looking, from some European horror film. Yeah. <laughs> looking like, yep, looking like fucking nightmare fuel. They they're whistle. This, yeah, they're in they, this wasteland. They, they're all naked and dying, and <laughs> it's fucking Grave of the Fireflies over here. Mac whistles back, and it goes on. It just and goes, then, it's a fucking... God, the mom is the most hideous one of all, too, because she just has this, mo like, ah, oh, oh. Uh, anyway, I gotta actually legitimately fast forward, because this is just so unpleasant to look at. <laughs> oh, my, so then, oh, and this does go on, for, I'm scanning through the scene, too, and it goes on for, like, three minutes, Jesus Well, Christ. get used to the phrase in my, in me and my notes, it goes on. It goes so on, yeah. Eric and his mom go out for a <laughs> jog roll. I did laugh then... that he's got a headband on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Not then, just because uh, he's handicapped, but he's handicapped so, going downhill. <laughs> so then, the alien's in a power wheel, speeding down the hill with like a dozen or more dogs chasing him. Yeah. He crashes into a tree and hangs there as a montage song starts to play. And just imagine that scene happening, but I just described it in like, what, 10 seconds? This but is like imagine a good five it going on for like, on yeah, for five or eight minutes. And like this montage song, it's like this pop hit. Like, they obviously, like, this was going to be one of the big hits that was coming out of this movie. And mm. the fucking Mac and me. Or, I'm just going to call it Mac and me. <laughs> I love it when Die Hard jumps out the window. Mac and <laughs> me is stuck up in the fucking tree. And then this upbeat pop song kicks in. Yep. And it's all like, what the and it's, hell you is think going a, on? A big long montage is going to happen. But no, it's just a montage of the mother and son <laughs> jogging and the alien stuck in the tree. That's the and montage. Like, there's three dogs barking at this tree and no one cares no one's looking around to see what the hell all these dogs are barking at because like they yeah the, like uh, eric and his mom walk like right underneath the little cliff that this tree is on they just don't totally don't pay attention nope. and yeah so they just keep on jogging and that's it yep what a and, fucking movie and, and why does every scene go on for like five minutes too long in this movie yeah, it really does like it's i if you made this movie as long as it needed to be it would be about half an hour long it would mm -hmm. be a goddamn TV special. It would, it would be an episode of Amazing Stories. And except you know, they, they couldn't they couldn't call it Amazing Stories. They'd call it subpar stories. It would be yeah, it'd be like, hey, stories of, of things. It Believable would be, tales. Oops, we accidentally made this. <laughs> Inept adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so yeah, he just keeps on running with his mom, and then he's mm -hmm. back home and there's daisies stuffed into straws and stuffed into a Coke can. And he's trying yeah, to figure uh, out the mystery of the newspaper clippings. Back home, they're getting ready for Debbie's party or something. They oh, yeah, I guess it's later on today, yeah. Some dude in a suit asked his mom where she was when the blackout happens. And she's like, I was driving home. And then that guy's like, cool, I'm going to go now and leaves. Yeah. And when the kids say that dude was from the traffic stop. And fucking, I was watching this movie, and it hadn't been a couple days like it was for them, and I didn't remember that, but fucking, <laughs> this kid's, like, spot on. Yeah. He's and got then, a he's got a Bill Mudrin quality memory where he remembers every face <laughs> of everybody's ever met. Exactly. A mind like a steel trap. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a weird thing where, like, oh, so Eric comes wheeling out, and the brother, the, the older brother turns around and, like, he try, like they try to, like, mouth something to each other. And I cannot, for the life of me, I rewandered a couple times trying to figure out what the hell the elder brother, like, whispers to the younger brother. And, like, it's indecipherable. But no, yeah, for some Bill, reason, it was, I got laid. <laughs> he scored that McDonald's. 
That Poontang. Burger King lady's got a little Big Mac growing in her fucking... She's got a quarter pounder in that oven that's coming out <laughs> nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess the... I guess the older brother's gonna drive the mom to her Sears job. Mm-hmm. And, and while they're gone fucking next door ladies mom's gonna drive cripple kid to the fucking party yeah so i'm sorry i said crippled i'm gonna legitimately (laughs) apologize because i'm not i'm trying not to be cute and sassy but okay so blow blood sugar's uh, kicking in i'm having forgetting it's harder to find the correct words for this weird movie everybody leaves debbie debbie and eric home alone because it was the 80s fuck it that's just what you did yeah and you and think this is the scene where the aliens are going to go uh, search the house while everyone's gone? Did I say aliens? The FBI gas is going to search the house while everyone's gone because that's exactly what happens in this point in the movie in E.T. Mm-hmm. But no, they're just, I guess because the, like yeah, well, Eric and, her, the, and his friend are still inside. They can't go in quite yet. The guy in the suit gets in the car with his partner, I guess, and says, it's here. How the fuck do you know that? They don't have any scanning equipment or anything. It's just they, oh. they, they might as well yes. just go, step into the car, flip open the script for Mac and me, flip I mean, to this page of the scene and go, oh, okay, this is the part where we know he's in there. To be fair, Eric and his brother Michael do have just awful poker faces. When <laughs> Seriously? Like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh! They're like, you guys aren't asking about any weird alien shit, are you? <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, we didn't see an alien. They suddenly turned into Randy Quaid from the vacation movies. Yeah, just uh, but so So, yeah, fucking Eric and yeah, his friend are like they go inside and like Mac is watching fucking he's watching the Snorks, but he's crying and he's sitting in a pile of used tissues. Yeah, he's he was jerking it so sweetly to the Snorks. That's what it looks like, but I guess we're just assuming that he spent all night crying. And again, the mom doesn't believe (laughs) the alien exists. But he, like, she leaves, and he's already on the TV, like, watching TV in the living room. Did she just not notice this was happening while she was walking yeah. out the door? Anyway, With straws and flowers all over the place, and yeah. they offer it a Coke, and they say it looks depressed or something. Well, no, yeah, no shit. It's in Mac and Me. <laughs> it doesn't look anything. It just looks it looks Mac and Me, which is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mac and Me is the color of sad. they ask it if it has a family it nods and they figure out there are three of them because it holds up its three fingers which is all it has well and there's (laughs) a moment where they ask him where it's from and he just points like randomly off camera so well hold on hold on debbie tells yeah uh, eric to ask where it came from and he (laughs) says how am i gonna do that motherfucker the same way you just asked if it has a family you dumb (laughs) fuck i didn't even catch that yeah (laughs) he obviously could understand some fucking english yeah he's not the yeah eric's not the translator just ask him fucking so then debbie's mom honks a horn it's time for them to leave debbie goes out and he tells her to to stall for a minute and tell her mommy will be out there in a second and the, the aliens gotta come with them because it's not safe there anymore and he won't let anybody hurt him and uh he somehow holds like his hands like the alien does when they whistle at each other because they do this like okay so I, I'm trying to just try to describe how it looks so if, if you're you trying to your cup hands... someone's balls in front of your face <laughs> kind of like yeah so it's like uh, it, you do your hands praying, and then you keep the bottom bottom of your palms together and just exactly, spread yeah. them open. Into and a then cupped they, form, they, yeah. Yeah, then they hold them up to their faces and whistle. And 
he holds his hands up to his face and looks at his hands like, Oh my goodness, I can't this believe my hands something. are doing this. Which is what funny, is happening? The fucking Mac Puppet is so shaky and bad. He can Even if you're looking at the, uh, what the Mac Puppet is doing, I don't even see how you could divine that hand shape from the puppet because he's all like, uh, he's all fucking Michael J. Foxing it. And fucking, oh, it's a... F- <laughs> It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's, but now he knows this means something to Mac. Mm-hmm. And then, even though that Hansen, it's just, like position never comes in handy again. No, it never did. Still, like he didn't no, like he never uses that or anything. It's not like at the end of ET where he pokes him with his finger and is like, exactly, I'll be yeah, right here, here, motherfucker. Yeah. So fucking no. kid, Debbie, little, little fucking girl across the street is still waiting outside with her goddamn womp, waiting for this mm-hmm. kid to roll out. And fucking they like they're about to go in and grab him when he finally does reel wheel out. But now he's got a fucking giant teddy bear the same size he is practically. Well, okay, that so, weighs but... weirdly seventy pounds. But yeah, the the, the way you said that, Bill, uh, makes it seem like I would imagine. That a normal person would imagine an actual teddy bear. Yeah, this is nuts. more a teddy bear with grotesquely long limbs. That he, I don't know where he got this outfit for it's this a, for yeah. the alien to get shoved into. Did he cut a teddy bear with weirdly long limbs open, and pull all the stuffing out, and shove Mac in it? Did he have this costume laying around? What well, the no. Fuck earlier is this? in the film, he actually points this out to. What's her face saying? Oh yeah, that's my stuffed bear from Chicago. It's like supposed to be like the Chicago Cub, I guess. Which at that point is more of just a normal stuffed bear. The stuffed bear has now transformed into a skinned bear for a small child or a dwarf to hide in and sit on fucking Eric's lap. And it's obviously a person in a suit with these, like, with. but now the eyes have been cut out, and these oh. super Google eyes are staring from the inside out, and it's, it's, it's like something from fucking Saw. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, and it's, it's really, like, really creepy. And, like, then fucking Eric rolls up to the front, do- uh, for the front door, and, like, the, the his friend has, like, pick up this small child who's, like, weighs, like, 50 pounds, put them in the backseat, and the ki- the bear starts crawling around in the backseat, and the, the mom's just like, okay, whatever, I don't know, I'll just look, and they <laughs> drive away, and it's just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. It's a garbage nightmare. Fuck damn shit. Oh, before I forget, I don't know why I suddenly... Did you see the... This has nothing to do with anything. Did you hear about... (laughs) Did you hear about the Venture Brothers Carvel contest? No, but I saw the ad you posted on Twitter. A big part of that is doing an impression of your favorite Venture Brothers character. So, yeah, look up up Carvel Venture Brothers on YouTube, and you'll see the commercial that leads to the contest. I just just want to... Yeah. They're going to get thousands of people going like that. That's the easiest that's the voice one, yeah. ever to do. Cause, but you're pretty good with impressions. So it, well, what you need to do, like, they give you a phone number and you're supposed to call in and describe, uh, like, if they were to send you a Venture Brothers cake, you have to describe in what grotesque way you would eat it while describing this as your favorite Venture Brothers character. So, you know, I just, you might have a shot at this. So I just wanted to put, and I, if I don't bring it up now, I will forget it forever. So I just want you know to, who, who does a really good Dr. Venture? Yeah. The, uh, guy who sings, uh, uh, One Night in Bangkok. Really? How do you know this? Well, no, I'm no because the song. If you listen to it, the dude sounds like Doctor Venture when he's doing the spoken parts. That's funny. Okay, it's weird. Oh, it sounds man. exactly like Doctor Venture. Yeah. 
Pause uh, this episode. Go listen to, Do- the, to Dr. Venture sing One Night in Bangkok. I was trying to think what character I could do. And I just realized I'm already bad enough at impressions and I can't do any Venture Brothers character. But mm. yeah, that's not a, uh, what, a uh, Henchman 24. But anyway, okay. So they're going Anyhow. to this. Yeah, this, this is the whole highlight of the goddamn movie, I oh, guess. Oh, it's such a highlight. Oh, so, Jesus. Um... Yeah, they go to the party. Well, hold on. There's still 40 minutes left in this movie, too. The FBI dudes follow them for some reason rather than search the house because I guess they saw this this teddy bear and were like, fucking no, that thing's got to be an alien. Yeah, for some reason, the FBI agents across the street have a better understanding of what's going on with that shitty (laughs) teddy bear thing. You know what I would have loved, Bill? Yeah. If the FBI, the evil FBI agents were always eating Burger King. Oh, that would have been great. Instead of <laughs> instead of Sears, they always stop a True Value. Like mm-hmm. while they're while they're tracking the the station wagon with everyone in it, they're like, "Oh, we gotta get a hammer from True Value. It's super cheap." And did me. you notice the FBI got them the shitty car with it, and its windshields like shattered? Oh, is it? I didn't even yeah. notice that. <laughs> they had a couple adventures on the way over to McAmey's house. <laughs> Oh, so God, but they are drinking in, a couple in, of Pepsis, but yeah. yeah. In the car uh, ride, they talk about how the teddy bear's like a new, it moves on its own. He's had him forever. He just got some new microchips in it. Some, or yeah, and the mom's like, shit. okay, I, and, I don't give a shit. Oh, whoa, what's that? Oh, Bill? Bill. Bill is... Is this a breakdancing party around the boombops in the parking lot of a McDonald's? I I suspect this is as such. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> hard cut to like this. Also, the song coming out the boombox at the beginning is just like it's a terrible. Even for the eighties, it's a terrible song. But like, yeah, how is anyone supposed to park here? Because everyone's dancing in the driveway where everyone's gonna come through. Yeah, and it's where just half like, the driveway is mysteriously soaked. Yeah, I can only imagine that what happened was whoever's. We never see whose birthday this party is for but i can only imagine this person is super rich and they've just bought out the mcdonald's for the afternoon because this is this is mcdonald's well, not open to business to any street traffic today. inside they got the real 90s 80s ronald mcdonald to show up i've heard people specifically call out this movie like if for anything else you might hate this movie but this movie for forever in he- like hd quality so like yeah is is a time capsule of like the 80s mcdonald's guy that specific hired- actor he's in the bathroom sucking dudes dick for a hundred <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Oh, Bill, Bill, you know somebody's kink out there is Ronald McDonald. I've seen, there's whole kinks about clowns online. I've seen multiple, there are inflation clown kinks. There's kinks about fucking the shoes, the seltzer. I've seen, like, uh, kinks about, like, people being turned into clowns against their will, which is like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't that everybody? (laughs) But that's like... (laughs) Well, I, that's a good point. I guess. Well, no, I, I just. Oh, that's you just short circuited my break. <laughs> well, like, so, no one like these people get off on it. Well, everyone else is horrified at the idea. But yeah, <laughs> anyway. But so yeah, that, no, it is like. So I guess they actually shot this at. Um, this is a set that's where like pretty much every McDonald's commercial was shot at in the eighties. Where uh, I guess it was designed to be a functioning McDonald's, but. Uh, it's only functioning because this was also a training center for uh, McDonald's employees, and so when it wasn't being used for training, 
it was also like you know it's built like on this lot so that's why it's so fucking huge it's essentially a soundstage that kind of partially just looks like a mcdonald's restaurant yeah. but like yeah like the beautiful view outside the window instead of being a shitty highway with a par- bunch of parking lots around it it's like all these trees it looks like the interior of a place from like a set from star trek the next generation because there's all these hanging plants and greenery everywhere well, and the interior I, of this mcdonald's well, is huge Plus, you know it's not a real McDonald's because everybody's having a good time inside. Everyone, yeah, everyone's under the age of 15 and having a great... Well, except for, like, there's... I guess McDonald's has his own football team that shows up and starts <laughs> well, dancing. The, the alien stretches out, steals some kid drink. Everybody's yeah. shocked at this. Almost like it was a bad idea to bring this alien to a birthday party. <laughs> and And then Michael shows up. Eric tells him the alien is there in the bear suit, and he's like, no shit, I didn't think it was an actual teddy bear. <laughs> you fucking idiot, what are you- <laughs> And Debbie says, it's fine, everybody thinks it's a toy, and she dances with it. And, and then lots of people start dancing. Dudes in football outfits, complete with the grace paint under the eyes? And, yeah, incredibly, actually it would have been funny if they actually had, like, fucking clown grease paint under the helmets, but, yeah. The fuck? You know, the, ironically, it's on the way back to, uh, their houses that their bus crashed, and they turned into the dead, dead football players from Beetlejuice. <laughs> but, so then, yeah, so then man, it, and the fucking, at no point is the teddy bear costume thing more horrific than it is than when it's dancing, because its eyes are broken, and yeah. they roll around inside its head as it's <laughs> dancing, so it's even, like, it already, like I said, it already looked like something from Saw, and now it's like, eyes are broken, so then, and just like, oh my god. Lots of people dance, and it yeah. goes on. Goes, it is on. just... It's just like an eight-minute commercial for McDonald's. Oh, there's and a then, bunch of ballerinas are giving stink eyes to everybody. What? Yeah, I thought they were gonna get up and do something, but no. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they shot, like... Like, it could have been, sure like, they half saw hours it. worth of material, and they just I'm had sure to cut it down I'm sure they shot like... a dance-off or some shit. Yeah, and then the this... alien in the yeah. teddy bear costume dances, and it's terrible, but everybody loves it. <laughs> it is... And I it... mean, you're the dance... And you know what? It's also funny, too, because Eric's sitting there you just don't, watching no, you all don't these ha- able-bodied you... people dancing, and he's just You don't have watching. to be... A dancer to know that the alien dancing is terrible. Yeah. Well, and it gets even worse when he suddenly gets on like a wire harness and starts flying around for no reason, <laughs> and no one That's... seems to question this. Nope. And then the F. Well, microchips. Yeah, and microchips. The FBI, yeah. The FBI shows up with dog cages. And... <laughs> two tiny dog cages. Actually, even too small for like. Yeah. What, what are they going to do with the second one? Yeah, I thought they were going to cut them in half. Before. Maybe they, maybe they were going to use the excuse that it was going to be a magic trick, and they were going to saw the fucking alien in half between the two. I don't know. Yeah, people but, yeah. keep dancing with it. It escapes with Eric. I guess this is he's calling it Mac now. What, there's is, one bit where he calls it Mac, and that's yeah, that's only. Yeah. I think that's the only time in the whole movie anyone calls the, the which I guess fucking critter by name, mysterious alien, alien. creature. <laughs> Ugh. Because not only Ugh. have these guys seen E.T., they had seen Alf. <laughs> and so, so, yeah. And also, they... like, when when everyone escapes out of the McDonald's, too, there's... This is something I've seen other people point out, that there's a Golden State Foods truck outside, which I guess was, along with McDonald's, one of the big, uh... Uh, financiers of the movie, and because mm-hmm. it's there's no way you can have people dancing about the Golden State Foods Corporation, they just decided to have a truck with that name in the background as everyone's leaving, with also with the McDonald's logo on it. But 
yeah so so anyway. they so they roll away with fbi people from all over chasing them yeah and oh and fucking eric smashes through like a fucking wooden fence breaking his knees at one point yeah it's, <laughs> yeah but it's... he can't feel them so it's okay yeah he, su- he suddenly somehow becomes jet powered so absolutely no one in the world can catch yep. up to him yeah. he rips off the bear suit off of the alien and loses it yeah and good gravy they're really dragging this out huh it, and this really specifically looks like E.T. because now the community that they're being chased through looks exactly like Elliot's uh, neighborhood from E.T. And it's all, yeah, it's all Southern Californian ranch housing. Cars are almost killing people dozens of times. Yeah, and this was just, they're just racing downhill for, again, it's just five minutes of just shit happening. All, like All the way downtown where they go into a Sears. Uh-huh. He Finally, at least, mom. at least it's something different. It's not just, yeah. He yells for his mom, and then leaves Sears, and then his brother is there in a van. They grab him out of the wheelchair and escape. How exciting. Yeah. Hey, they pull him out of- Whoa, 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 shut up. (laughs) They yank him out of the wheelchair in the scene, right? And pull him into the van. Yeah. They don't grab his wheelchair. How does he have a wheelchair at the finale of the movie? Let's see. Uh, Right? Okay, I'm seeing the. Okay, they grab him out of the chair. Okay, so yeah, the van's going. They grab Mac. The older brother grabs Mac. Then the older brother grabs. Oh, actually, he grabs him up by the wheelchair. Oh, does he? And okay. he just. Which is, yeah, I think that's probably a stunt double because I can't imagine that actor is strong enough to pull <laughs> that actor and the wheelchair up uh, from, from a moving vehicle. Okay. But for some reason. Now, just because they've all gotten to a van, they are, now they are completely untraceable <laughs> to the yep. cops. So the cops get to say, hey, well, there's t- a giant silver van with a bunch of kids in it. Bill, to be fair, they closed the Venetian blinds that are in this van. That's so right. So nobody could see who was inside. Yeah. And it's not like the mom's there who they could just get the license plate number from or anything like that. Yeah. And, oh, there's a great moment that it cuts right to the next scene where, like, they're in a park and uh, the McDonald's girl is, uh, she gets a cup of water and gives it to Mac, and Mac spits it out, because water is poison, and the only thing good enough for him is Coca-Cola. I was waiting for them to do something like that. Because you think at some point someone in the movie would offer that motherfucker water, but no. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, where am I here? Uh, they have escaped. Yeah. You think the movie could should well, be? They, well, they, they have no plan. They escape, but like it's not like a well, good they escape because it's they, not like anything's in their favor here. They're just running from the law. Yeah, like you said, they're in a park. They try giving Max some Coke, but he doesn't feel well. And yeah. no shit, he's been drinking nothing but Coca-Cola <laughs> and eating Skittles for days. He should be dead. Yeah, he's already that, got... Even if this movie ends on a high note, he's already got diabetes. So it's hard. They've already done the damage they can. After some oh, debating, they all decide they're going to go out to the desert and look for Mac's family. Do they actually it, specifically say that out loud? Yeah, I think they so. Might, I, I was probably over talking over that part, but yeah. And then another song plays. It was, we watch them drive through the desert. How God, exciting. And that goes on, yeah. And that goes scene on. ends. Yeah, that's... what It goes on, it goes on, and that scene ends. Yeah. And they feed the aliens some candy, some more product placement. And, yeah, the McDonald's uh, girl is like eating a whole thing of carnation ice cream, feeding it. Like, I don't know if car- I'm, that. Yeah, I'm, I can only guess carnation was also in on this. But yeah, fucking just more junk food being consumed in this. I don't think anyone actually eats a piece of factual food in this whole film. No. So like they see- yeah, they're still passing around Skittles and. Yep. Ugh. They see some horses and a billboard, which oh, was where yeah. he clipped out on the table and badly Xeroxed, and also wind turbines, which are like straws and flowers. All right, sure, why not? 
And then they and park. so they pull off the road because they realize, okay, this. Well, th- this is where they realize that all the newspaper clippings that Mac had pulled out. This is like obviously something related to that. So they got to pull, yeah. pull over, and they're gonna go check out the wind farm. They and, park. Yeah. Mac waddles out, whistles for his family. It's also touching and emotional and heartwarming and shit. And his family's in some abandoned mine, so they go to it. Michael and Mac go inside with a flashlight. Out, it's it's a it's a wind mine, please. Mm. It got it got usurped by the wind farm next to it, but yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so yeah, they go into the mine and just blah blah blah. And with people are racing, and... it's 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 Wario's mine, and everyone's racing around. Shut up, Bill. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Michael finds his fa- the family laying on the ground, looking dead as fuck. It they're, really they're, looks like some shit out of a horror movie. Their eyes are open. He's shining the lights in there. They're they're they are fucking dead. Mm-hmm. And this again, this even goes on. He keeps on looking at the other people, and they're still dead too. Like they had the, the mom. The, the mom just... moves, so he runs outside and's like, "Give me Coca Cola. It's the only thing that can bring the dead back to life." And Coca Cola literally resurrects the dead in this fucking scene. Coke. Is it's... there anything it can't do? This movie's terrible, Bill. This is. I. This <laughs> is. This is like Mr. Show levels of crass. Of just, yeah, like... Oh, I, Coke brings the dead back to life! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I, I, I guess they're insinuating that they're not quite dead. They're just right teetering at the... But, like, I'm the way they're first presented... Dead. Exactly, yeah. They're only <laughs> mostly dead. But all you need mm-hmm. is Miracle Max's magic pill filled with Coke syrup. Oh, I was making a Monty Python reference. Oh, that too. Okay, yeah. But yeah. Jesus. I feel but, yeah. happy. I feel happy. It's been a while since I've watched Monty Python. Um, mm. But yeah, but they, uh, they end up eventually resurrecting everyone. Jesus. And, e- fucking and Christ, everybody meets. They're touching hands, and it, it goes on. It's so oh, I emotional. About this. this is a big healing ceremony. And, and they're nightmare creatures. You can't, you can't make them heartfelt. No. It's and and more so when you make their mouths pulsate like hungry assholes. Well, especially there's something about the mom's mask, which I don't know if the mouth mechanism is busted, but so the only way the actress can puppeteer it is by moving her jaw up and down. So she's just making this weird like guppy fish blowjob looking. F- it's just oh, it looks no. like a a loose bowl blasting out a fart. It does. I, I feel, I'm hoping that all these cans of soda were actually empty because I can't imagine being one of these actors. Suddenly drink a little bit too much soda and just froth it exactly spits it back out. It's like this frothing soda diarrhea coming what out do you of the th- mouth. What do, you th- what do you think one of the alien people inside that suit thought when they got the whole thing on and looked in the mirror for the first time? Because somebody had to have said something even because it's just... It's just fucking disgusting. Like, just are there not committees and shit to make sure movies like this don't happen? And especially, it's so like I keep on harping on this, but so much of the rubber suit just is just kind of replicating an emaciated old person's naked body. And they well, they even have the distended bellies. Yeah, which makes them look like they're fucking like they look like Ethiopian famished kids from like a fucking commercial from like 1985. Like send five cents a day to keep this 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 child from starving to death with like flat of fucking uh, fucking bugs and shit all over his face. And it's just the again, yeah. It's like they went out there. They made a way to make the most revolting possible character design. But at least now they're still Bill, alive, even though they're still barely blinking or moving. But they're all just like. Bruh, 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 bruh. 
I have a question. I, I need to know your opinion on it because I don't uh -huh. know if I have one. Which is worse, these aliens or Chewie's family in the holiday special for Star Wars? These aliens, because at least Chewie's family, there's some effort <laughs> no. put into that. It's just no no delay at all. Well, and even the fact that they're made of fur kind of covers up, like, whatever shoddy construction That's may have gone into them. At least you could just, like, uh, the faces yeah, look a little it, weird, yeah. but... At least yeah. the Wookiees, the bodies don't look like fucking and whatever the fuck these are. Yeah, they don't have the weird, like, yeah, no crotches, the distended belly, the weird way they're walking like they're trying to sneak up and stick their dick in your butt, but they don't have dicks, and your <laughs> butt's surely going to be closed. And Yeah, uh, and that's even before you get to the horror show that is everything above their necks. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, even if these were, like completely covered up from the neck above or from the neck waist so like even if you had them dressed in normal clothes except for maybe like a couple of gloves for their hands like even from the neck up it would still be terrible but then like, they, they spread sure... the terribleness all the way down over every inch of their body and it just looks so for thoroughly unpleasant i'm sure a lot of people have seen mac from mac and me but if you haven't seen what the rest of his family looks up please google search that and enjoy your nightmares yeah it's just it's Whoever does, whoever built those, really deserves to never work again. I hope it's one of those things where I, I hate to like, like wish ill on someone so fundamentally, but like they, that's like a fundamental failure of of. I I want to see design. the concept art to see if it was anything at any point. That's that's kind of one I'm wondering if there's even concept art and like the whoever was sculpting the aliens like, really did, just kind of made it up on a fly. Like did they had somebody like three draw hours to do it. Yeah. Did somebody draw something actually cute and good and they just fucked up the final product? Because could you imagine the director's like, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't have time to draw this out, but like the aliens for this movie, they need to be they need to look like Betty Boop if she were a burn victim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and give them cow ears and make sure they can't blink all the way. Oh, also a butthole mouth if you can work <laughs> that in. And just, yeah, that's that's it. That's all we need. And just, oh my god. Ugh. So anyway, the fucking anyway, the, yeah, the everybody's still alive on now. Yeah, and now you have four aliens. What you dumb fucks gonna do with four aliens? They Was don't there... know. Okay, it's four because the... okay, yeah, because now it's Mac and the the, the three family members. Okay. Yeah. So yelling and confusion happens in the van. Hot damn, it's terrible, and it goes yeah, on. Yeah, there's a thing Be like, where, oh, like, everybody grab your ears. Oh, it's yeah, like the, Simon Says, except without the Simon. Yeah, the dad sits on a tire iron and twists it, and there's, like, comedy, and then they go to get oh, some comedy. gas. And... Yeah, they go to a gas station, and, of course, while the older kids are inside, the aliens get out of the van and freak everybody the fuck out. They wander naked into a grocery store, where a security guard shows up with a gun. Why yeah. does a grocery store security guard have a gun? It's like Commando, where all the mall cops had guns. Why did everybody... Why did it... Why would... Why? And the aliens are still just walking around creeping like they want to fuck people in the butt. Like they're doing that sexy stagger walk. <laughs> and of course, so everyone's sexy. just horrified and off-footed by these guys. And there's one yeah. specific shot where, like, the mom and the baby go to knock over a whole thing of Coke's... And the manager comes out and starts yelling at them. And the actress in the in the in the mom costume starts doing the gaping guppy mouth like fucking blah thing that looks just extra off-putting. Like it almost looks like she's trying to talk, but no words are coming out. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly the dad shows up with a watermelon that is scored down the middle. So You know You know what the dad moves like? He moves yeah. like a creature from Silent Hill. Exactly, yeah. That's and that's, that's what not, he moves like. And yeah. that's not good. It's that's no bueno. Not, yeah. I mean, 
why would you th like they put together so many subconscious bits of horror like seriously because like even the thing with like the distended bellies and thing that's a basic design thing of showing that someone's emaciated and fucked up and about to die that is not a cuddly heartwarming thing that is disgusting and because it's a it's a harbinger of death and that's like there's so much so many bits about the alien design in this is just like almost in, like it's almost like the whoever designed the the aliens were trying to tank the project by making them as horrific as possible, and then the director it's, just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I feel like H.R. Giger saw these and said, "That's a good alien design." <laughs> I hang up my hat. I need. I don't He's, need to design aliens anymore. They did the best they could. He, he saw them and said, "Oh, I'm going to have nightmares." <laughs> like he said, "Fucking yes." Oh my! <laughs> they got to scatter me. <laughs> So, oh, so yeah. then a ton of cops show up as the well, aliens waddle around. Well, there's a bit of here, because, like, uh, like uh, we were watching it, and we, yeah, we realized the dad comes out, and he's got this watermelon that is already kind of cut in half, and so it's obviously going to be a thing where he's going to, like, rip the, uh, the watermelon in half in a show of strength or something, and there's a moment where, it, like, it cuts to the manager, and you hear this cracking explosion sounds that sounds like either a watermelon being ripped in half or someone explosively shitting shitting their pants <laughs> apart but it's off camera and the way it's said it happens so fast unless unless you're really uh, kind of paying attention you don't realize what it happens because the yeah, manager just starts backing away all scared like not super scared but like being all like Ugh! but then yeah the, all the rest of the cops show up and so I'm mm -hmm. assuming that they were going to do like and yeah then, some kind of special effect of the watermelon ripped in half that failed, and so they just kind of covered up <laughs> with like cutting away from that shot and then just putting in a sound effect. And because you do see later, there's a like exploded watermelon at the foot of the dad. But mm. anyway, but yeah, cops show up, things start getting the, worse. The dad alien gets the gun from the security guard because nobody trained a fucking grocery store security guard on how to use a gun. Yeah, and then and and then uh... oh my god. Yeah, so a ton of cops the show up. There's tons in. of them outside. Yeah. Aliens waddle around. Eventually, towards back towards the van, Eric takes off on his wheelchair, and a dozen cops aren't able to stop a small child in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cop trips. His gun goes off because fucking oops. <laughs> and then when his gun goes off, all the other cops are like, "Okay, open season," and start shooting towards as the aliens as well. And, and the then, aliens just happen to be walking past a bunch of like gas, gas, uh, gas. Uh, pumps. Yeah, they're walking. Yeah, gas pumps, and so everything just goes up in flames. And it blows up, and with one of the worst superimposed wheelchair in the foregrounds I have ever what done. What are you seen. talking about? Just because they took a color form <laughs> of, of like a little hand drawn silhouette of a dead kid in a wheelchair, and stuck it onto this footage. So, well, this is something that I heard about just within the last month was, I guess there's a Japanese version of this film came out, and I guess in the original cut was what was happening was that first cop who trips and falls and accidentally fires his gun, um, in the original cut, which is preserved in this Japanese version of the film that just got leaked, he, that bullet that he fires goes point, he, he just shoots the, yeah, the just, air kid point blank in the chest and kills him instantly. Yeah, so, yeah. Which is, explains why he's got this lifeless silhouette in front of the exploding aliens. Because mm -hmm. like in the way they recut it, and I guess maybe reshot a little bit of it, he just kind of randomly dies because there's an explosion yeah. vaguely near him. But yep. he's not like hurt. There's no blood or smoke or anything like no. that. He's just dead now for no reason. Yeah, because best cops in California. Yeah, and I do like how the cops really don't get involved. Like the family shows up and they're like, "Oh my god, he's well, dead." Well, and the cops well, no, are that, just kind of standing so, around going, 
Yeah. FBI man shows up. One yeah. of the FBI man's in his gray suit. Like, unzips his jacket and says, he's gone. Nothing I can do. It well, really thanks, does. FBI man. You really tried hard. Yeah. You looked at him. Good. So then his oh, yeah, mom gets there the in a helicopter. Really shows up. He's just walking through the, 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 the parking lot. He's like, oh, a kid took those living bills, huh? Um, <laughs> so yeah. then his mom shows up in a helicopter. Yeah, you know you've done sad too. My ambition in life now is to fuck up so bad NASA helicopters have to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now like everyone's showing everybody up. Everybody cries. Movie. Yeah. It yeah. goes on. This is f- John Williams shows that up. Been... <laughs> the mom shows up. Everyone's weeping over the dead body of this kid. That... No one asks how he got shot or what's go- like and no one seems to be concerned about these aliens who have just blown up five feet away they're just all worried about this kid yeah the name yeah. of this movie should have been it goes on <laughs> it <laughs> won't but, stop so that oh, but then the Christ. aliens walk out of the fire from a scene straight from hell it's and... it's like terminator we started seeing the terminator music because it's, it's all like because they because they cut to the fire and it's kind of like shitty quality special effects like the terminator and it's super cheap and like again because the aliens are moving so slowly and threateningly but out of fire now so they look like they're coming out of hell exactly even, like you're well, describing yeah, even, even pinhead from the hellraiser yeah. series would be like ugh, they give me chills yeah this is this is too much for me <laughs> So oh, I, I they, see for. <laughs> they waddle over to Eric and wave his hands over the bodies. And yes, they do take their time on this scene. And yes, it does oh, go on. God. And there's and still I guess, like this goes on for like <laughs> ten minutes of just like. Yeah. And I, I guess oh. he's alive now because uh, he e. just wakes up why, and that's why it. not give them magical healing properties because ET had them, so they can have them too. And he wakes up from being dead and says, "You fuckers couldn't fix my legs while you were at it, huh?" <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. You know what? Well, especially like you know, you think you think that the aliens, the first thing they would try is try to force feed them a bunch of coke because it brought them back to life. <laughs> and yeah. them thinking the aliens is like you know this, yeah, you know. But no, that would have been a funny gag trying to fill this kid full of coke. But yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, the kid's still waddling. Like he would stand up and shake their hands, but he can't stand up. But at least he's back to life. Yeah, oh, the everybody's... kid's floating around and shit like that, too. I forgot how involved that resurrection bait becomes. Yeah. yeah. And I guess now everyone thinks the aliens are cool because they healed this kid. Well, they healed the the, the handicapped white kid, so everybody's on that's their side now. That's a good point, now. yeah. So, uh, oh. that's done. Yay. And then later, many, much time later, yeah. many, much time later, <laughs> FBI <laughs> agents... Yeah, that's actually the words pop on the screen. <laughs> The uh, FBI agents that have been chasing them are running into a big government building where there's just a huge group mass swearing in as American citizens. Supposedly look, that's how it's done sometimes. They will just mm, write up a whole bunch of... No, not anymore. But yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't naturalize anyone anymore. We just kick them out. But yeah, yeah so yeah. It's a but bunch they're of, yeah. swearing in. And the, oh, the aliens are there looking all dressed up and awful. They're dressed like the 50s, very specifically, except for Mac, who's dressed in a McKids outfit. Yeah. Which I guess this is McDonald's hawking their goddamn lines of children's clothing, which is to add an extra twist of cynical awfulness oh. to the end of this fucking movie. I feel so bad for whatever kid showed up to school in a McKids, McKids. shirt. Hopefully that kid was just at kindergarten, so none of the other kids even really realized what... 
like they didn't know any better to like yeah mock him but yeah the fucking mom is like in a little pillbox hat with like a polka dot dress i guess their kid their other kids like a daughter because she's got a bow on her head like pac-man mm. and it's just thoroughly fucking bad and then everybody's super happy after they're sworn in and everybody kisses the aliens don't do that yeah don't, don't do that just, don't get physical it's I guess so the then, FBI is no longer interested in, like, probing them for diseases or anything like yeah. that. I guess everyone's just like... Well, you know. they tried probing, and they realized their only orifice is their mouth. Hello? Did you go away? <laughs> <laughs> you broke up for that, like, baby! You were like, heads up, put it. Oh, no, I... Just... <laughs> I was waiting for you to kick back in, that's okay. <laughs> No, I'm so angry at the end of this film. I'm just giving up in silence. But yeah, yeah. Um, thank so you, the, thank you, Discord, for, for so making then, our podcast spicy. Then the okay. aliens are driving around in a pink caddy. Uh, the baby's blowing bubbles, which turn into a big pink animated bubble. That's that says, the other thing everyone's seen. Yeah, from we'll be back. Don't you fucking threaten me like that, movie? How what? dare you? What is it? This Masters of the Universe and like Super Mario Brothers are the three movies that all came out within a couple years of each other, threatening Ooh. a sequel that none of Who them. <laughs> Who the fuck thought this was good enough to get a second one? Can, can you imagine what the second one would? I'm sure the second one would have been like this weird Coneheads thing, where it'd be like, "Oh, these kooky aliens trying to get used to modern day suburbia." Yeah, and like, so no. and I watch. I watched it faster than you, and I, I couldn't stand it. I've watched it twice in the last five hours, and I just want to be... Oh, my God. That was boil. That was butthole. That was... Yeah, that was awful April quality. I'm going to be a little more careful in the future. It's fine. You watch oh, whatever Jesus. you want, but God. But still, yeah. Hot damn. Uh, well, this, this is one of those things I did pick in a pitch. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, this is... Oh shit, that's that's Mac and me. I like, don't think it would be as excruciating if they had cut all of the scenes down by like twenty five percent because they yeah. they do all go on way too long. Yeah. And that's and like yeah, well if they cut it down to like where if like yeah, if your if your half sped up version of the movie had been the real version of the movie it wouldn't have been so bad, and but it you know. sucks that an actual kid in a wheelchair his starring role is in this movie. Yeah. It's like, that's gotta be, like, a kid in a wheelchair is like, oh, I want a movie with somebody in a wheelchair starring in it like I am, and their options are Mac and me. <laughs> that's the one script that rolls in and from their agent is like, oh, fuck, I guess this is it. No one else wants a fucking handicapped kid in their fucking movie. This is no. jeez. Oh, and I guess this movie did badly enough at the box office. Well, not even, not even about the box office, but I guess the PR on this movie was so bad out of the starting gate that, like, I guess McDonald's and Coca-Cola felt obligated to, like, okay, we'll donate some of our proceeds from this movie to March of Dimes. And I can't imagine they ever made a profit off of this movie, so I'm sure no money ever went to the March of Dimes. Because, <laughs> I mean, not that this movie was super expensive, but, I yeah, like, I can't imagine more than three people ever paid to see this on a theater. Because even in 1988, people, people would have had better taste. What about all the people taste. who bought the Blu-ray, Bill? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ah, oh, no. I can only hope that everyone originally involved with the film is dead. And, like, oh, God, yeah, fuck. I didn't even think about that. No. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, a $10 Blu-ray now is worth, like, two uh, movie tickets back in 1988. Oh, no. Oh, no. What have I done? Oh, Sorry, no. so if that's Mac and me. 
That's macking me. It's, that it's is... terrible. Yeah, it, it, not, it has yeah. the same mouth feel as Star Wars Holiday Special, or like, like, like a bad like softcore porn or something like that, where it's just like when a movie's not even when when a project is yeah that <laughs> cynical and not made in in good taste and so, so poorly executed, like every possible thing about it is terrible. You're saying that the scene is missing from this movie where two people talk about their lemon tree. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Lemon stealing whores. <laughs> oh god. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was awful. It was Maccabee. It was bad. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's, and I'm watching the, the credits now. And there's like these, like yeah, these top ten singles they try to uh, position as like these from, from the from the hit classic soundtrack to Mac and Me. You knew what you were doing every inch of the way. You're no longer a stranger. <laughs> It might be the worst thing Coca-Cola and McDonald's have ever produced, and that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, they've made a couple good things. They made Chicken McNuggets, but mm. this does not make up for Chicken McNuggets. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you did bad. You, Ugh. Yeah. They yeah. deserve to be pillared for this, so, yeah. You know what the terrible thing is? probably I was probably still more entertained by this than The Founder, though. The, the Michael Keaton movie about the founding of McDonald's. Mm. Oh god, there's a reason why Orion Pictures went out of uh, business. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That's the end of that. That's Mac and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd ask you if you have anything, but this movie. I'm trying nothing, to think like like the like nothing the, for there it. really is not much uh trivia other than just like yeah, like very like not nothing interesting. I'm trying to think of anything else. Like really the, the big trivia is yeah, March of Dimes. Uh, the kid in the movie actually did have, like, spina bifida. Uh, it was the actual real 80s Ronald McDonald that wasn't a real, uh, McDonald's. It was all just, like, you know, where they filmed commercials and, and trained people. And yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else, but, like... No, you're fine. You don't yeah. have to think of anything else. It's fucking oh mad me. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a dry fart of a movie. It's not even a wet fart. It's a dry fart. Yeah, it's a dusty mummy fart. <laughs> yeah, it just tears your <laughs> asshole open. <laughs> Ah, yeah. <laughs> You've been eating too much paper so your butthole just gets like what, what a way to close out summer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have looked for one more like summer comedy to round things out, but I don't know what what would have been the worst, uh, this or meatballs. Well, no. I, uh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I... All things said, it's... It wasn't that hard to get through. I mean, that might have been because I was watching it one and a half speed. Yeah. <laughs> but... God. Still, man, it's bad. <sighs> Fuck you, Mac. Wait, was it? What'd you say it was stood for? Mac, Mac, Max, huh? the alien creature. What? Mysterious alien creature. That's what it is. Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck you, mysterious alien creature. Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, so yeah, what yeah. are we? What are we doing next? I'm not sure. I have no, some okay. stuff. I don't. Next. Next time's up in the air, but then after that, I've pretty much got what I want to do. Yeah, I think that both of us are going to sit down and actually start kind of programming things out a little bit, so which that'll be interesting. So Yeah, and then yeah. if we want to do longer stuff, we can plan it out so we... There's some longer stuff that, <laughs> yeah, the, in the hopper that we're, you've been talking about, so yeah, that'll be interesting yeah. to do. Oh, shit, that's, i got to start work on some of that stuff tomorrow if we're going to do it. Mm. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. i well, got to start reading. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the reading stuff. Yeah. Oh, did yeah, you just me... say the name of the author that you're thinking about? 
No, because that won't be for next time. That'll be for oh, okay. oh, it's okay. Won't be for us, next time. Us oh, okay. both plenty of time to like take notes and read. And oh, shit, I still have to ask Joshin if he. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I have if some of that material can... now that you were I talking about. I can yeah. drop off whatever you need after. Oh no, I I, yeah, I'm not too worried too. about that. Like I said, if pushing a chip, I can just get it for like, like ten bucks off of Amazon if I have to. Yeah, so. it's it's worth owning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I have no problem yeah. picking it up. Okay, we'll talk about that off air. But. Okay, this yeah. last time next I randomly pick a movie about fast food. Next time it'll be something. We'll see yeah, what it's going to be. Something. It'll, it'll be, be a surprise. <laughs> if it's not good, at least we'll have a good time talking about it. Let's put that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever had an episode that we edited and we we're like, that was a miserable episode to record. Yeah. We should have been better from... off just like sitting in silence rather than talking <laughs> about this. Yeah. So are you saying, are you mm. saying that we're gonna be back? Yeah. And a big pink balloon pops out of our mouths. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back. And then, least... Unlike Maccabee, we'll actually be back. Might actually, we do have an actual chance of being back. We're not promising it's going to be any good, but we'll be back. It'll be better than Mac and me. God I damn. Can't, even, no matter how bad our ep next episode is, I can guarantee it'll be better than Mac and me. Oh, man. I, it's terrible when I know that like my, my naked body, my naked self just shuffling around in the desert would have been a better <laughs> alien creature design than this fucking thing. <laughs> Just like that yeah. may actually, yeah, that, that that makes me actively kind of angry. Just how offensively lazy that character design was. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that fuck was you, Mac and me. me. Yeah, he's murdered on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast, Twitter, Tardy Podcast, Facebook, Tardy Podcast.com, Tardy Podcast, all the things. You know, he's around there. Uh, force other people to listen to it. Play us loudly on the bus. Don't do that. Those people are assholes. Or at least blast it loud from your car with the bass turned all the way up as you drive through the neighborhood. <laughs> Drive around with a domino sign on top of your car, but instead of dominoes, it says target to the party. Actually, can or we just retrofit to your car? I don't own a car, but if I had a car, I'd be actually tempted to do that. Can you do that? Is that legal? Like, if you buy an old Probably. taxi and swap the sign so it said it's a taxi company, it says, hey, my URL here. I'm sure you can oh, do that. that's people, a good idea. Okay, I had... might have to buy a car. <laughs> people had those dumb, like, whatever, what is it, golden casino or whatever tattooed on their body for deals yeah whatever. that's a good point actually yeah whatever the fuck that was in the early 2000s <sighs> yeah jesus oh, okay we'll go yeah we go we just, we're on we're, we're going back to our home planet they never went back to their home planet they're just no they're I stuck on earth now I guess drinking coca-cola more... and eating mcdonald's oh god why would it's, you but it does it does say a lot that even the aliens were like no no mcdonald's for us we're just gonna drink <laughs> coke thanks we just want the coke that we could survive fine on that we mm -hmm. now that we have to pay for this thing that we used to get for free out of the ground but fuck yeah but obviously they didn't have any cars or video games, so maybe they're the better off on Earth, but yeah. Yeah, don't watch Mac and Me. It's bad. It's okay. Watch it for if you want to hear us talk about it, but uh, I'm just, yeah, if you've gotten this far in the know. podcast, I'm already assuming you made your choice about that one way or the other, so. Say <laughs> la vie. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll yep, go. Um, we'll go. I've got a note to now. Um, we'll be back. It's the Mac and Me. It's awful. So long. Keep We're in the cave now. We're running out of coke. We're dying. <laughs> Yeah, better I watched hope. this movie, and I died in a cave, and that's where I'd rather be <laughs> than watch Mac and me. I'm gonna yeah. explode. You just have Daniel's empty silhouette in a dead wheelchair next to me. That's, <laughs> that cracks me up. I don't want the bubblegum card of that kid's drawn, hand-drawn silhouette in front of that explosion. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, anyway, thank you guys. Tell next time you're from the whole culture. So, I'll uh, guys. Oh, boy.